listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Hello, hello, gamers, and welcome to episode 84 of the Gamecasters, the show where our episode numbers are starting to creep up to our awkwardness percentage. We've been doing a lot of things lately, trying desperately to get your attention from new Discord initiatives to exploiting my children for all these juicy, cute downloads. We've come out the gate of 2022 as fast as my brain comes up with a lie for why that new game showed up on our doorstep. Oh, someone (laughs) must have given it to us. (laughs) Hmm, Looks like they delivered to the wrong address again. Must be a Kickstarter Silly I backed people. years ago. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, right. I forgot to tell you. I accidentally bought that. Yeah, I had it in my Amazon cart for weeks. And when I went to buy those wiper blades, I sneezed and hit checkout. And oops, I guess I bought the game, too. Oh, well, too late now, I guess. So grab your Tide pens, blend yourself a front lawn's worth oh. of spinach water, and tuck in for a couple hours for episode 84 of Natalie and the Boys. So you guys. And Is the that boys? a new name? Natalie yeah. and the Boys. Should we do that, Natalie? <laughs> Natalie and the Boys. That was the original. It's uh, my new uh, segment. <laughs> when we were, like, me and Natalie got together for to re- renew the Gamecasters, she was like, do you think we should title it something different? And I was like, you don't like the Gamecasters? And she said, the Gamecasters is great. But think about this. Natalie and the Boys. She doesn't have like a certain ring to it. There's only one boy then. No, you, you meant like my testicles. Oh yeah. my god! I wasn't talking. Yeah, right. It was just yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ouch! Does that seem like the most comfortable podcast? Oh Is there like an ASMR thing of just yeah, like exactly. ball smacking, running, running against the microphone? Oh, and man. what do How you guys think about this yeah. game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're already NSFW. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so guys, it's time for another game casters Mad Lib. Do you guys remember when we did the Mad Lib? The that last, a, the last long time, long time ago. Yes. Back in episode blah, 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 my balls telling yeah, us what you, episode uh, it is. We also, you also did it with the fans, I think, once. Yep. Wait, least, I, right? I sent, well, that's the one. So I sent oh, the all the one. words out to the to our community. They brought them back, and then we we went through a story. This that's time, right, what right. I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of ask you guys to give me the words. I've come up with a little story here, and I've got the word, or I've got the, the um, you know, what words you guys need. I'm going to ask you what they, what they are, so you're just going to send them to me. I'm going to write them in. And then we're going to go for it. Does that sound good to you? Yep. All right. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Okay. So I think I'm starting with (laughs) Natalie here. I need a food. She's already laughing. Plus an appendage. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Does it have to equal something? (laughs) Food plus appendage equals cannibalism. All right. So give me a food and then an appendage. Um, How about... (laughs) <laughs> Cheeto dong. What? A Cheeto dong? <laughs> Gradually. So what kind of is a child's game? Yeah. What kind of penis does your game. new boyfriend have? What's well, kind of like a Cheeto? Like a Cheeto. He said a Cheeto dong. It's really like rough all the way through, and then at I'm the just top it do... just bulbous is out. But it's really cheesy. Yeah, it's really cheesy. It got my fingers really orange. <laughs> it's hot and spicy. <laughs> okay, Cheeto dong. Right that in. Okay, Jeff, do you can you give me a childhood game? I can. Do you remember the game where you had two lines and you ran back and forth? You called someone Red over. Rover. Red, Red Rover. Red Rover. That's what I'm going with. Fuck Red yeah. Rover. Okay. Red, Red Rover, Rover. Red, Red Rover. Rover. We call Natalie over, and then Natalie runs, Natalie. and then tries to run through the arms, yep. and then gets yeah. clotheslined. Yep. And, they just get and then they just lift me up because I'm small. Yeah. Okay, Natalie, give me a noun. Uh, booty. <laughs> booty. Okay. Booty. Uh, Jeff, how about an adjective, man? Can you give me an adjective? Yes, dog-like. Dog. <laughs> how is that? <laughs> That's perfect. Okay. Okay. Uh, Natalie, how about a past tense verb? A verb in the past tense. 
I'm indicating tense here. Can it be a verb here. that like you made up? Yeah, make like, up a verb. Tood. Oh, okay. <laughs> like attitude. They were no, no, like like they went, like I'm they were too tooing, like you tooed like oh, yeah, okay. in like, the past. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Did, who tooed in the bathroom? Who tooed. <laughs> Someone tooed. Okay. Someone's tooing. Jeff, give me like a word of elation. Yippity doo da. <laughs> <laughs> Not zippity doo da. Yeah. Yippity doo da. Yippity doo da. Yeah, yippity doo da, yippity day. Yippity doo da. I'm hoping that's how it's spelled. Okay. Close enough. You just yeah. gotta read it like it. Okay. <laughs> Natalie, give me a sexual verb. Uh, gyrate. Oh. <laughs> that's pretty sexual. <laughs> Jeff, how about exotic an exotic animal? I'm gonna go with the wallaby. It's <laughs> <laughs> an exotic animal, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all right, Natalie, I need uh, okay. I need another verb, but this time. I need an excreting verb, <laughs> but don't make it excreting. Bro, excreting verb. <laughs> Can you think of an excreting verb? Two jizz. Jizzing? Oh, jizzing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, that's an no. excrement. Yeah, that's an excrement. Natalie, you have dirty ones. I just All said right. wallaby and yippity doodah, and you said jizzing, and you've been... He said excreting. We already know. Natalie's the gross what, one. Yeah. What is, like, wholesome and excreting? And ex- like you excrete joy when you open yeah. a birthday present. No, yeah. that's not what you meant. <laughs> I'm excreting all this joy. I know what you meant for me to say. How happy I am. It's excreting it's out excreting of me. excreting out of my pores. <laughs> all right, Jeff, how about an adverb? This is one that ends in L-Y. Go, how about shamefully? Shamefully. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Um, all right, Natalie, give me a weird or goofy saying. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's weird. Or goofy. Here we go. Okay. Give, me, give me one. Uh, a weird or goofy. And now <laughs> what do you got? I don't know if you ever heard this. Have <laughs> <laughs> we ever it, heard it? Is it weird or goofy? No, you've heard it for sure. Okay. But it's weird. Okay. Uh, that one where people say, well, smack my ass and call me Sally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one. You know that old? I know that one. You know that, that old, old, old chestnut? Yeah. <laughs> That's the same as, well, I'll be a monkey's well, uncle. Be, well, yeah. slap my ass and call me <laughs> Sally. <laughs> okay, Jeff, give me a plural noun. Plural noun. That would be a person, place, or thing with an S at the end. Yes, with an S at the yes. end. Uh, neck bearded fucks. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a person oh and it's plural. That's, that's going with. true. That's that, that? fits. Uh-oh. All right, Natalie, just give me a plain regular old noun. Um. Do you have a noun you could give me that's plain polka or regular? Polka dot shorts. Polka dot. <laughs> okay. Polka dot shorts. Do you remember that that show, Polka Dot Door? Yeah, the Polka Dot Door. Fuck yeah. No. I don't know why I thought Polka Dot Shorts. What was, what was that show with the big couch? Is that the same the thing? The big comfy, big comfy couch. couch. That's a different show? Polka yep, Dot Door was like Polka Dot, Polka Dot Door. Polka Dot Door. Actually, was like a, it was like a door with Polka Dot. It was like a pizza face. Oh, His face pizza was face. actually a slice oh, okay. of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. Jeff, how about another noun? Just give me a noun. I have man. a noun, which is just a person, a single person. Okay. That's what I'm going with. Sure. Basement dwelling fuck. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so my plural one was yeah. neck bearded fucks. fucks. And then this the single noun was just basement dwelling Perfect. fuck. There's only okay. one of them. These four fucks. I like that. Yeah. All right, Natalie, I need a multi-word noun now. Um, box fart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Um, Jeff, uh, let's see. Can you give me a really, really mean insult? Oh. Sure. Uh, I have one. You yeah. have a stinky minge. Oh, man. There you go. Is that mean enough? Yes. Okay. I would not like someone to say that to me. <laughs> like after you're, after you're done, you know. Okay, now, yeah. It. Give, me, give me a negative adjective. <laughs> you have a stinky minge. <laughs> um, disturbing. 
<laughs> disturbing. Okay, that's good. Oh my gosh, I'm laughing like I'm reading this already because I'm putting these in here and I know and what the like, story oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jeff, I need a sexual verb, please. I'm just gonna go with a classic one of of hump or humping, whatever yeah, okay. whatever works. I like the, that. Yeah, just a hump. Yeah, just straight up hump. Now let me think of that. <laughs> I like do the humpty yeah. hump. Yeah. Do the humpty hump. Now like, give it's me like an one. absurd number. All right. Absurd makes me think of Scarlett saying numbers wrong. Okay. So I'm going to go with 1,040,59. Oh, my God. That's amazing. 1,040,59. <laughs> Three. So you said 1,040,59. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. All right, Jeff, I need a verb, man. Just plain old verb. Tiptoe. Tiptoe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I need another multi-word noun. Um, yellow snow. Oh, my God. This is going so oh boy. Away. All right, Jeff, another verb, man. Celebrate. There we go. Yeah. Okay. All right, I need a very serious topic, Natalie. Natalie? Climate change, climate change, climate change. I was going to say abortion. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Lord. Do we want to get there, Natalie? You want to say nope, something else? Nope, that's happening. It's already oh, in there. Okay. All right, uh, Jeff, give me a gaming mechanism, please. I cut, you choose. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan has just left the building. He is now in a different part of the basement. Uh-oh. This is not... Do we need to pause? No. We'll be right back. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Is it bad? Did I you... change abortion? Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> All right, Natalie, I need a multi-word noun, topic. please. A what? A multi-word noun. That's not... That's not one that I'm asking for? Nope. A multi-word noun. Jeff, how about... Noun. Do you have a multi-word Verb. noun? Verb. No, just give me a multi-word noun, Natalie. You can oh, think of one. Oh, Okay. Naked body. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Oh <laughs> All right, Jeff, how about an adjective? Yucky. <laughs> All right, we're almost done. So the last one, Natalie, do you have a noun for me? Um. You say the polka dot door. door now you're short. <laughs> yeah, the polka dot door. How about... Um, oh, my God. This is... Oh, boy. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Maybe we need a break. What about drying paint? Drying paint. Okay. Okay, so let me um, make sure I didn't miss anything. Oh, boy. Ryan ran away from the table. If Ryan ran away from the table, I we're in know, trouble. I know, it's bad. <laughs> he literally ran around please, the corner. <laughs> please remove your children from anywhere within earshot of this show. We do not know what this is going to turn out like. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um I guess I'm, I Perfect. guess we're ready. I think we're ready. Oh so boy. I got, I got the words, I got the words inserted carefully. Yeah, you do. Into the Mad Lib. <laughs> Are you guys ready for this? Okay. okay. No. <laughs> this Mad Lib is entitled "The Gamer of the Week." Okay. okay. This is going to harken back to our Discord server, where you can go and find cool stuff there, like a game of the week and a gamer of the week. Okay. Here we go. Cool. When you're named Gamer of the Week. You have a lot of responsibilities you need to take very seriously. I'm going to illustrate now how our first Gamer of the Week has gone, which will give you a sense of what it's all about. Okay. Samantha Cheeto Dong, which I'm pretty sure is her name, (laughs) was selected by Red Rover to become the first ever Booty of the Week. (laughs) As soon as I approached her with this dog-like honor, she tooed with yippity doo Oh, my God. At the thought. She's pooping and saying, yippity doo da. Her job for the week, for the most part, was to gyrate wallabies. <laughs> she oh. would see what everyone was writing and just jizz with excitement. Oh, man. 
<laughs> what should I say first, Sam would ask herself before shamefully responding to each one. Her natural inclination was to always say the same thing. Well, smack my ass and call me Sally. <laughs> but instead, she actually responded to people normally. <laughs> she also had to provide two neckbearded fucks and polka dot shorts for people to ponder on all week. <laughs> and at the end of the week, she would reveal which was the basement dwelling fuck. Oh, <laughs> it's like some award show. Well, out of these two fucks, you have won you the award. The basement dwelling <laughs> it was also her job to nominate the next box fart to be the gamer of the week and introduce them. Sam chose the great game casters listener Swoozle and chose to say, Welcome, you have a stinky midge. <laughs> Uh, bless you. And, and I, I hope you have a disturbing week and try not to hump by the end of it. <laughs> Listen, the last thing for our Gamer of the Week is to select 1,040,59 games for our Game of the Week. Everyone will tiptoe to that thread to choose which yellow snow we're going to celebrate this time. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh no. oh, no. The first week, we chose the always fun I Cut You Choose game, Abortion the Board Game. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy get caught out. I can't believe you guys. <laughs> this and is this not week, planned. it's the Naked Body Board Game. <laughs> Hope you had a yucky time in the spotlight, Sam, and thank you for reading all about how the drying paint of the week works. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Man. I can't believe the mechanism <laughs> you chose you. was I Cut You Choose <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh my god. I cannot fucking believe it. <laughs> I'm like sweating. Oh, oh, oh fucking oh, hell. So that was why I had to get up and run to the other side of the basement. Yeah. <laughs> oh I, I don't want to say how perfect that was. Yeah. Because that's unplanned. not the right word. That was Bad. not that was an un- yeah. <laughs> You'd say that abortion was unplanned. It was unplanned. unplanned. Uh. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Jeff, what have you been up to, man? I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> oh boy. Watching TV. Got a little awkward. Teaching. <laughs> Back of the boring segment of the show. What is Jeff doing? <laughs> a little aborty in the last. Uh, I'm watching the Olympics. You know you what? God damn it, we're not watching the Olympics. I know. It felt like in the Summer Olympics, we were like, okay, we got to watch it, and it was like difficult for us because we don't have cable. So I was like, how do we figure out how to watch it? We had to like get some package. I think we still have whatever we had from the summer. It was just like on Peacock. Is that all it was? Because yeah. honestly, I was you like, I don't remember it. how we did it, and I just, I just haven't gone yeah, back to it. Yeah, we can still watch them. But we just talk to me it. about what awesome stuff's happening. Well, there, I like. I think I like the events in the summer better, but the I winter events are like weirder. So like watching the luge and the skeleton and bobsled are awesome. Super, yeah. super cool. Or like the luge is cool because the luge are on that skateboard going down the, the ice slope, right? Yep. Um, and then the skeleton is like, screw this. Let's just go for yeah, like face forward, right, face which forward. is bananas. Yep. They had a lot of snowboarding recently. That's been cool. Um, Have they done figure skating yet? They've done some figure skating. That's usually the end, not. right? That's my favorite. Yeah, they did the team it's event figure early. Figure skating like the gymnastics of the winter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Olympics. They've done some of the team events and some of the short skates, but I don't know if they've done any of the bigger. Everything else in the Winter Olympics yeah. is typically just um, going down a hill on some yeah, sort of board. Ski. So if you like snowboarding <laughs> yeah. or skiing, uh, th- this that was like the last. Yeah, week or bobsled have or all yeah. been sure. So like Sean, this was Sean White's last. Um, yeah, I heard he. I heard he got fourth. Yeah, he got fourth. No, he just got fourth. He just like he he was fine. He just didn't. The other guys were have just beaten him right well he's in his he's, like 70s now, he has I think, yeah he's like 30 something but yeah. he is um he paved the way like they they did nothing but like talked good yeah, about him he was yeah. the, and everybody there was like all the other guys who were like 19 20 the young guys were like taking pictures with them, him. they were like yeah they like love because he right. you know he he paved the snowboarding he's probably way like, for a lot absolutely of the only he was snowboarder like the first i could ginger, name I think, exactly to snowboard. um also you know who he's dating i think nina 
Dobrev? Yes. Whoa. What's it, Nina Dobrev? Okay, he wins pretty. the gold. She's, she's a good looking woman. Yeah, she's very pretty. She was in Degrassi. <laughs> she was? <laughs> yeah. And she was in Vampire Diaries. I don't think I've ever seen anything with her in it, but I've seen she's pictures very, of She's her a very attractive before. female. Yeah. I enjoy and looking at her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chloe Kim won the gold again, if you remember her from four years ago. I she don't, was the snowboard. The she was Kardashian? a half pipe snowboarder. Okay, very cool. Yeah, no, Chloe Kardashian did not win the gold. Chloe Kim? Chloe Two Kardashians. Um, oh, Chloe Kim Kardashian? They're like <laughs> yeah. combined into one. <laughs> <laughs> when you put them together, they yeah. can do anything. <laughs> uh, Devin and I watched this show. We, we're not all the way through it, uh, but I know you guys watched it too. The show Murderville. Yeah. Um, which has mm, a yes. very funny premise. Where it's Will Arnett, who is one of my favorite people because I think he's just so funny. Yeah, he's, everything he, he says to me is hilarious. Just the speaking voice, his delivery. Is the, yeah, he's yeah. always he's always talking like this. this. Yes, <laughs> come on, Michael. He just gets so as which is so great. Before you go on, can I say one yeah. thing? All right, it's about Will Arnett. That's okay. why I'm saying this. I ju- okay. Last night, for some dumb reason, I couldn't fall asleep, and so what popped up on my YouTube feed was um, the best of um, Arrested Development season two. Okay, and so if you know Arrested Development, Will Arnett is one of the five best characters in that yeah. show because there's all everybody's great and he plays this character named job and he has this puppet called franklin yep and franklin is uh like an african-american puppet who he goes and he performs with right yeah at one point <laughs> franklin he get he ends up he accidentally puts him in the washing machine and when franklin comes out of the washing machine all the color in his body is gone so he's just like nothing but like this like like blank white puppet yeah. and when job takes him out of the <laughs> out of the the washing machine he like puts his hand up and makes franklin say to him he's as white he's like you've ruined my act now job <laughs> and he like makes franklin british now <laughs> that's funny. it is the funny that show is so funny it's so funny, um, so, funny. so with with murder, so Will Arnett, and he's like the big actor in the show, and then they have all these other side characters. He is a detective. Yep. I don't. I don't remember what his name is. But it's something. Something Seattle. It's something, Terry yeah, Seattle. Yeah, is that yeah, his name? yeah. So he's Terry Seattle. And then the premise of the show is they bring on a celebrity who plays themselves, who has no idea the script or anything going. That on That is the, the show, greatest. And they have to just ad lib through the show. I love that premise. So that's what Will kind of knows the cadence of the show or where they're going, but he doesn't know what the co-star is going to say. So they're both kind of ad libbing back and forth a little bit. And the the co-star. So the first one is Conan O'Brien. He knows nothing. He just kind of shows up as Conan, and he yep. he has to essentially solve a murder. So someone dies to begin the show, they interview three suspects, and he has to figure out who did it. So the premise is hilarious. It's based on a British show called Murder and... Oh, is it? Or oh, I didn't know it was a... I'm going to get the name wrong. We but... can't ever come up with anything on our own, can we? No, we're stupid Americans. Uh, Kim, uh, Kim said that on stream one day. Yeah, so oh, she I did. you can watch show, that. Yeah. Got it. But I think it, it lessens the... I don't know the British celebrities, right? I know... Yeah. I know... Conan, I know, um, you know, the yeah, right, right. Know who's um, Ken Jong is on one of them. So yep. it was like it, it's it's Devin and my mindless show because it's not like it has funny moments, but it's not absolutely hilarious. It's not like something that focus. we're going to watch all the time. Yeah. And I know that you guys didn't. It didn't hit for you. Yeah, we didn't um, hate it. We were we watched the Conan one and we were like, okay, this is what we thought. We let's just, like, let's really try laughing. the Kunal. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to. I don't know his name. Kumail. Oh yeah. Because I was like, Something. we heard that one's yeah, the best. No. Let's watch that one, and it was much funnier. Yes, we didn't yeah. like very, turn it off and disgust. Yeah. We were just yeah. like, we thought it was we actually, like, oh, this isn't what I thought. We thought it was funnier that he kept breaking. I thought that like, was that the funniest thing funny. in the world. That's, that's the best of it. Yeah. Is like when Will because Conan take didn't what at all. Take. Yeah, Conan didn't break. They both once. break, and 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 
that one where Will is even laughing because he doesn't know. Yes. Like, yeah. that stuff is yeah. so funny. When, when he was like, of, like he's like, funny. Right, walk like a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, cool, and he's like, how cool do I do it? Like, yeah. and then he's, he's like, like, wave your arms back and yeah. forth. <laughs> like that was really funny. And then he walks in, and the guy that they're meeting is like, oh man, this guy's cool. This guy's cool. <laughs> yeah. So I, my favorite yeah. part of that one is when he, this was like such a good idea to do in a show where you where somebody like oh, doesn't right. have lines. Yeah, he's like he's like, well, how like let's sing the fight song. Yeah. Then if you <laughs> like, if you went here. Yeah. So then he's trying to he doesn't he has no idea what it is. So he's trying to like match the guy. Yeah. That was funny. It's, that was, that was really like a good idea. It has a, good a really funny premise. That, so we're yeah. gonna just watch it. It's one of the shows that we'll either watch like right when we are starting to watch it, we're like, all right, we wanna sit on our phone for a little bit and debrief from the day and just right. kind of decompress. And then right. we'll watch this, we'll be on our phones, and then we'll watch like Ozark yeah. or whatever we're watching yeah, next. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, are you watching Ozark? But yet? yeah, so we're three or four into the last is the final, chunk of that this season, is the, right? The end, or well, um, the first part, part of the one. Of the end. Yeah. Part one of it's the good. end. The it's penultimate good part one. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> well, when you're done watching it, tell yeah, me. It's, text me. It's, <laughs> I really like the show. It just keeps escalating and escalating yeah. and escalating into craziness. It goes higher into the Ozarks. Yeah, we're back. I know I, last time I talked to you, we, I said I was doing remote teaching. We're back in person. So this past week was our first week back in person. We got Board Game Club you back. You like that better? Uh, yeah, it was nice. It felt like the first week of school again, uh, which means that I was just completely exhausted. Because right. you have um, new, do you have new students from the semester? Some change? new students from the semester. And so you have and to basically wrangle them again. Okay, guys, we're back in yeah, person. Yeah, it's been... It's, it's been six weeks since I've seen the majority of my students. Oh, really? So we were, on, we were online for four weeks. If you go back, we oh, were back for a week weeks? of school. So we had two weeks Damn. of Christmas break. We came back for a week in person. I had COVID. So I was out Monday, Tuesday, oh, Wednesday, right. Thursday. I came back Friday. Wednesday, there was no Tuesday. one there because it was a half day. And then we went four weeks online. Dang. So in six weeks, I saw like 20 of my students. And yes, I see them online and they don't turn their camera on. So I'm Life looking at no one. in general is so different now. Yeah. yeah. Know. You know what I mean? This I has just, cha- The world yeah. is so different. Well, it's so I crazy. I'm sure you heard Oakland County lifted yeah, their mask requirement for schools started like at the end of this month. Yeah. Yeah. And in my head, I kept thinking this is the first time between preschool, kindergarten, that Scarlett will ever go to school without wearing yeah, a mask. Yeah, that's all Isn't she's that known. Sad? Yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah, Devin, Devin the teaches time, second kind grade. Of like, they've please, never been. A, they've never had a full, a real like year of school. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I have ninth graders. Their last normal year of school, an entire year of school without masks on, was sixth grade. Jeez. Seventh grade, they got canceled. All eighth grade, they yeah. were online, and now they're back in school. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's the thing. Uh, the Lexi's world is in crazy. Second grade, so yeah, you're right. Yep. It was end of her kindergarten year that she had to. Yeah, she's she's never had a real year of school ever. Yeah. It's yeah. So it's, I'm glad we're back in person. It's nice to see people. I don't know what our mask mandate is going to look like um, in the next. I'm few surprised weeks, they're just... lifting it here because I still feel like every like, it's week still winter we get an email from the school like this student has COVID. This student has COVID. I think this it's because people are parents are complaining. Wald Lake specifically, which was where we live. I know there was a group of parents that were like trying to fight the mask mandate. Yeah, it'll be back and, and forth. There's like, no right decision that people are going to make. I now, guarantee, so. like, even if they don't get COVID, like, they're all going to get a bunch of colds and stuff suddenly. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, they haven't been, they haven't even had, like, the sniffles hardly at all the right. last two years. They're not breathing on each other. Yeah. Right. And now I think all of a sudden the germs are it's just going to mix to me together and we're getting more gonna get COVID sick. emails than ever. And they're like, yeah, I think this now is a good time to yeah. get rid of the mask. But I mean, yeah, that's the county. We won't turn this into a political show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. but yeah, so I'm just, I'm happy to be back in person. I'm happy we got that's Board great. Game Club played on Friday. I had, so again, we do at the end of the day. If you remember, I had like that, that hour at the end of the day where kids can sign up. I had 40 students. I was just like letting kids in. I was like, let's just have a huge. So I had 40 students show up for that 
last hour of the day seminar wow. board game. Wow. Club. That's, That's amazing. Is that, were, is that like some of your biggest numbers? That was probably the biggest because I usually cap it at like 30. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to let 30 people in at the end of the day and that's it. And <laughs> Door closes. Yeah, door yeah. closes. Uh, it's like a bodyguard. They, they, they go on a system on and the sign list? up for it, right? <laughs> it, that's exactly what it is. Bouncer. <laughs> it is. They have to sign up and I have to like right. check them off. So all right, you're not on here. I allowed 40 this time. You and can I only get in with chicks. Yeah. So I had, yeah. Too many dudes in here. Are you on the football team? Yeah, get in here. Show me your varsity jacket, bro. <laughs> Beat it, dweeb. Band's down the hall. Band room's down the hall, nerd. Yeah. Trip him. Trip him. That's what this is for the dweebs. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So they played no, a bunch. A, they played Michael bad, Macro. Not, they yeah, played Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Was getting played at like three yeah. different tables. They were playing So Clover. They were. They were. It was just. It was cool to see that Night of the Ninja. Of course, yeah. same group was like powering right. through that. It was cool to that's see them back game. in person. They were really excited. So that's yeah. why I wanted it to be a bigger thing. That's so, awesome. Yeah. It's been. It's been a good couple weeks. Sweet. So Jeff, have you been playing any games? I've been playing some games. Awesome. So we had the honor, the pleasure, the... Don't come in or come on her. The s- oh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Made it awkward okay. again. Sounds good. Yes, what adjective was that? We went over and we, I mean, me and Devin and Joe and Jen and Dave and Terry, Joe so the entire Madigan uh, brothers and family, went over to our good friends Mel and John Kalinske, who we've talked about in the show before, who um, used to live near uh, Joe and Jen, Jiu-Jitsu. and they just bought a in new house, and they kind of have, th- this, it, it broke it in for me, because I haven't been there. This oh, okay, cool. Like a, a, That's like your, your yeah, housewarming so the eight of us got together to try to play some games, and... We played a few, so we kind of broke up at first into two t- two tables. Joe and Dave, one with and Mel. seven, one with one. Yeah, yeah okay. Just by <laughs> also, okay, you, you guys do some fun skies, <laughs> yeah. so we can play just one. Yeah, um, <laughs> and so uh, the one table was a small. There was three people at the one table. Joe, Dave, and Mel played uh, Merchants of the Dark Road, which I'm sure I'll get to the table soon and be able to talk about it here on the show, yeah, which cool. I'm excited about. It's it's a gorgeous looking game, so I'm excited to see if gorgeous George gameplay matches it. But yeah, so they played that. Okay. And then at the other table, it was me, Devin, Terry, Jen, and John. Oh, cool. Okay, so John um, you had John bought and this the game. Ladies. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's called, the podcast called Me, John, and the Ladies. Me, John, and the Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so John had this very cool game. Uh, it was called, it's called Goonies. Oh. But not, not, not the, the Goonies. Goonies. Okay, oh, it was called, well, it was like called the, the Goonies. The oh, was, I'm like, is it not based the on the movie? Goonies Escape with One-Eyed Willie's Riches or something mm. like Oh, that. so it is like the movie. Yeah. But it's an escape room game Ooh. based in the Goonies world. Wow. Oh, okay. So it's not the board game, The Goonies, right? Yeah. Right. I think the, so this is created by uh, the OP, uh, USopoly, the right? The yeah, OP. sure. I think the Goonies board game might be, are they? Let's look um, it up. The Funko, are they? Yeah, the, is, it, is there a Funko Pop version mm-hmm. of The Goonies? Because One-Eyed Willie is it part of the movie. One-Eyed Willie is. Yeah. Yeah. So the Goonies Never Say Die. Yeah, Goonies Never Say Die is is that... Um, uh, I'm looking that up right now. That Funko one is Funko is. Games, yeah. So are they trying to find One-Eyed Willie in the escape room? Yeah, you you are like playing the movie. the movie. So it's super cool. Is this Everybody The gets, Goonies Under the Goondocks? No, it's got <laughs> Under like, it's the that Goondocks. one. It's the second from the bottom one. <laughs> the Goonies Escape with One-Eyed Willie's Rich Stuff. Yes. A Coded Chronicles game. It has almost... Click on it. Who thinks of these titles? It has... Well, let me tell you. Ryan's going to look it's at this right the now. Article. The two people that made it... Read Jay Cormier and Sen Fung Lim! Those are the same people that I made Mind Management. I take back everything I said about the name. It's That's perfect. Mind this Management. is the best perfect I know. ever. And the, the two best of them have made games together. They're established, right? This isn't... Oh, these two are yes. maybe my favorite design team of all time. So, this is... 
This is really good. If you look it up on Board Game Geek, no one has it. We're gonna I don't talk know about where John got bit. this, but um, <laughs> no one no one has it. There's like two comments. Eight, yeah, there's only eight. Eight, eight comments. Sorry. I'm going to read what they Six say. Six were added since yesterday. The name is terrible. Oh. Oh, the next comment. The name is great. The next comment. No, the name is terrible. The next comment. Oh, no, the name is great. Oh, my God. This is back and forth. This is not real. No, not no real. it's not. Um, oh, here's one. Here's one. Received as Christmas gift. Good. Ooh. Good. Oh, is okay. that John? Yeah. John, you get this Here's another Christmas? one. One to 99, because that's how many it players plays it plays. That's what someone like, wrote oh. in a comment. Right. How is that yeah. a comment? Well, I guess that they is... use their... Co- so maybe they use their comment section as the player number, so that when they're going to this have a freedom of speech. Night, you can do even though there is a the thing. Here's another, ooh, here's another comment. Pre-ordered. Good. Wait <laughs> for the they last comment that I see. It says... Pre-order. Escape party. Yeah, these more like <laughs> these seem more comments. like notes, not <laughs> comments. So, this thing's this thing's new, right? I don't know the release or anything like that. So I was surprised that it even existed because I never known. And you put it down on the table, and so you open up the box, and there's uh, these sort of like scripts. Okay. Okay. So they're all the characters that are in um, the Goonies. Oh, yeah. oh, like chunk. So so in the first, those three acts to the to the um, and data the game. There's data, three chunks yeah. or three three chunks. <laughs> There's three acts, and in the first one, Chunk isn't in the act. That's funny. And <laughs> you only well, play everybody's Chunk. The, the Goonies. The, story the Goonies Chunk. Too. The Chunkening. Yeah, it's all Chunk. The Truffle Shuffle. Who are you, Chunk? Are you Chunk? <laughs> chunk. So does it have, like, the... So the, there's three acts The boy this. and the older brother. Yeah, so I was Mikey. Mikey. So I was, like, the the main character, right? So I had the Brandt. most reading. Brand is the only So you open up yeah. Mikey's book, and it says, like, you know... It has a number on it, 1,000, and I read the introduction, which was kind of the introduction to the movie, right? <laughs> Mikey and his friends are in the attic, and here's what they this. say, and all that kind of cool stuff. And then right um, everybody else got another pamphlet of their own character, right? So Jen was Steph, who's that annoying bitch in the, the movie. The yeah, the, yeah. Has like a she has a glass lady right? with the glasses. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Devin was Andy. Okay. Uh, Andy's the hot cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. Andy's right? yeah, yeah. Steph. Uh, yeah. Still, though, it was like early 80s, so she probably had like a... Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Terry play. was Brand, who is Mikey's yeah, brother, Brand, the right. older brother. Mm-hmm. And then John played both Mouth and Data. Oh, yeah. Mouth. Um, no. Mouth yeah. is the one that knows Spanish in the beginning. It's yeah, Corey Mouth, Feldman. Mouth is Corey Feldman. Oh, Corey yeah. Feldman. Yeah. Yeah. So John ran those two. And each. So, God, that movie's so good. Yeah, it is. That's yeah, a that great is. movie. So Rosalita. It, it plays. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I have to. So Devin was like, I'm not sure I've seen like it all. I'm like, we're going to watch it. What? Because oh, it man. was like. The, yeah. it, the game felt like I was like reading the movie, like yeah. I was, like, reading the script of the movie. So you have this cool introduction. There's like these cards that kind of come out like an escape room, right? Something flips over and there's numbers that you interact with. And what you want to do with the number depends on who you want to interact with. So Mikey was always the the explorer. Okay? Yeah. So if I wanted to explore it, there's a three digit number. It's, it's our time. Down one, here. two, three. Okay. Mikey was always number one. So I would use my number one and then one, two, three. And I would look up in my my book. The number one, one, two, three, right? Damn Mikey it, this one. sounds fun. And then if <laughs> if you wanted to pick something up, that was Brand because he was the strong one. Yeah, right. So if Brand picked up a tool, he would use the number two. So then he would read his book that said two, one, two, three, if you wanted to pick up what was on the ground, right? Okay. So and then, then it very unlock, in like unlock fashion, it says flip over this card. And you have this sort of events and you have these things and you have story moments and you go through the tunnel, right? Do you, you play start, the bone piano? You will. In act two. So oh, man. in act, act one, two. the big one was there was uh, the checkerboard. There was um, uh, Data falls down. And Data and has the all these gadgets, which are yeah. cool. Yeah. And you have to like... Does he have the teeth? Yeah. <laughs> each each uh, card that Data has is is one of his uh, gadgets. 
Oh, cool. So in order to use the gadget, the puzzle's on the back of the cards. You solve <laughs> he's the gadget. He's got the gadget. boxing glove on Yeah, he's, he's got the lights in the beginning so you can <laughs> yeah. see because the yeah, card's dark. And cool. he's got the boxing glove and he's got the teeth. <laughs> the teeth. And he's got the slippery shoes. He's yeah, got and slippery it's, shoes. It's like, because the Goonies was like my favorite movie growing up. Yeah, it was just, right. Agreed. It was so was like fun and awesome. Movie. I've seen it a hundred times. Yeah, same here. And it, it was so cool reading the I've parts. I've seen it a hundred one time. Solving some of the puzzles. Oh um, <laughs> he, he has. It's true. I'm always every time I watch it, he watches it again. <laughs> like I, I've tried Maybe to catch up, and now I've you. just stopped. Yeah. Like we were at 50, and I was like, I'm 51. 51, and then I was like, oh, Ryan, I watched this. So did I. Me too. You're like when so you I, watch I it, you're like, Devin, don't tell Ryan. Yeah, I can't <laughs> keep. I just keep losing. He knows. Yeah. Who are you texting? Because we're both no, on the same Hulu account. He knows I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah, I can see. It. I can see what he's watching. Yeah. So it was. It was. Right. It was so cool. It felt really immersive. If you don't know the Goonies, I don't know if you'd get into it as yeah. much. You might like the puzzles, but man, if you but like if the Goonies like one of your and you movies. like an unlock game, just buy this. And if you it haven't seen the so Goonies, fun. watch the fucking watch Goonies. Watch the Goonies. And <laughs> I just had, I had so much fun reading it and De- Devin didn't really want to read her Andy part, so I was then reading the Andy part. <laughs> and in true like Ryan form, you throw in random words. Yeah. It's just like, it's a fun, it was very fun to play it. And the puzzles were challenging. Really? We like took a hint on one of them. It's by and the it two was, greatest designers of our so generation. It, it felt, but it also didn't feel overly like, ah, we would never would have got there. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. sometimes the exit games or the unlocks kind of feel that yeah. way. And I, right. and I get it. But this, yeah. it was it was good. I was very happy with, with playing this. I had a lot of fun. There's two more acts left, so I'm hoping John will save it and then we can play it again. Um, together because I want to play like I want to play the bone so organ. I want to see the big acts? the big ship. There's three. three. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, Chester Copperpot, baby. Uh, and then in Act Two, we because we didn't have uh, Chunk or Sloth because you really don't meet them until <laughs> yeah. right. If you don't because, know the Goonies and these are what you're yeah. hearing, yeah. so Sloth, we don't have Chunk or yeah, Sloth. If you remember, Sloth end. is in the room tied up. Yep. Yeah. Right yep. at the beginning in the in the lighthouse, oh, right. the cafe, yes. and yeah. then um, <laughs> and then Chunk gets locked in the freezer. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Because the dead body hits him, and he gets stuck in a freezer. He's like, hey! So, again, you read, all this, you read all this in the in the script, which is just so funny, and John and I are laughing because we've seen the movie a million times, and Jen, is, Jen and Terry have seen it, and Devin's laughing along, too, because we're just having so much fun. And in Act 2, I think they come back, and you see, then you get their script, so now people are reading kind of their part. They have their own action that they get to do with... With the stuff that's on the card, Man, I'm it was play pretty this. cool. Uh, I'm I excited to, watch the movie. to keep going. Yeah, I know we should watch the movie. Watch the so this was the Goonies: Escape with One-Eyed Willie's Rich Stuff, a Coded Chronicles game. Yes, and the Coded Chronicles. I'm not sure if they're going to keep going with that, but <laughs> so there was that's a like very a clear label of a system on there. So maybe they're going to keep. You're right. It says it on the bottom IPs. of the box. So I'm excited about that. You said there's four acts. I think there's three. Acts. Three. So you can play this game three times before you're done with it. Yes, and our first act took us about two hours. Okay. So you'll you'll get a, a decent amount of time. It's not like oh it's going to be done in an hour, right? It, you'll you'll get you'll get 4 to 6 hours probably at least of play in that, I think. Okay. Um uh-oh. What? Ryan just went on Amazon. No, nope. so you know. Ryan. R- Natalie is typing. Natalie knows. We gotta support our great friends of the just show, wait. Jay Cormier and Sen Fung Lim. Wait till the podcast is over. Okay. Adding to cart. Um, the other thing we gotta we go. Play, yeah, we, we'll be right back. And we're back. Ryan is thirty dollars poorer. Twenty nine. Um, so the other thing we played really quick that I think a lot of people have played. I want to say I heard Ben and M talking about it on their most recent podcast. Um, Monstrosity. Monstrosity. Mons, yes. Was it Ben and M show? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Mons Mon, draw. Is it just Mons like M O N S draw? Yeah. yeah. Capital letters. Because like, it's like be monster and draw. Monstrosity. Yeah. Draw and monstrosity. Monstrosity. Yeah. yeah. It's like, rawr, that's kind rawr. of fun. 
It seems so. Natalie will not shut the fuck up about it. So we gotta play. That's getting out of the cartoon. So the way you play it, everybody has their own whiteboard and marker, and it's one person's turn. They're like the describer. So think of like you saw a crime and you had to like like tell you what happened. So you take a card. Like and you get 20 seconds to look at the card, and it's this, like, fucked-up-looking monster, right? Eyeballs, arms, all, it's a weird art, crazy art. Okay, you get 20 seconds to look at it, and you try to memorize all you can of it. And then as soon as 20 seconds up, you put the card down, and you describe it for two minutes to the entire table. Oh, we you all have to draw it. 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 And then everybody else we draws draw it. it. So everyone draws this. it, and they can ask questions. You'll be like, all right, was the eye on the left side or the right side? How tall was it? Was it big? Did it have an eye? And you're just, like, trying to draw what it looks like secretly. And then at the end of the two minutes, you put it out there. And everybody kind of like looks and laughs at this ridiculous monster because yeah. it's not like something real. It's not like draw a cat, right? right. It's yeah. just it's crazy. It's I all, always it's think of like, like all your interpretation. I thought of ah real monsters whole time. Yeah, it's like all those the So then um, everybody puts it down. The person who uh, drew again, if you're trying to play for points, which no one really cares about, yeah. The person who drew says, "All right, I think this one's closest to the the actual artwork." And then you flip <laughs> it over and you're like, "How did I forget it had six arms?" And you know, yeah. like, you just forget <laughs> these things as people are asking you questions. That's um, funny. It was it was really fun. I think it's a game I'll pick up for my uh, board game club kids. And there's two expansions. There's, it looks like and cute yeah, there's creatures. like cute monsters and yeah, like cute creatures. Ryan, you still have a GOB gift card. Hmm. Do I? I don't know if you do. <laughs> he does. Monstrosity is not available right now. Unfortunately, there you go. It's sold on out on Amazon or just everywhere. Amazon, cool stuff, or miniature market. That's where Hold I was. That's what Ryan was doing while I was talking. We'll about have the game. to play it, Ben and M. Yeah, play it. I would say play yeah. it, and it's. I think it's something to play with the kids. Anybody can, anybody yeah. can, I think it would be. Oh man, the kids will also, be the worst at memorizing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like when, if Scarlett looked at that and had to describe it to you, it really might be funny. really, really funny. Yeah, yeah. funnier that right? way. Right, you don't care about winning yeah. and everybody sucks at drawing these monsters. Yeah. And it's yep. just a really fun, so that was really fun. We also just got in, we got in So Clover, we played Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza, we played Just One. It was just a really fun night and uh, good to just laugh and, and have yeah. a really fun fun time fun so that game, was right? that was goonies escape with one-eyed willies riches and riches and riches so two cool games sweet man that's very cool so as i've been really into blank and rights there was a game that i always avoided because of the theme it's no mystery well it might be a mystery but if it is a mystery it's not a mystery now that jeff and i dislike games with a train theme Choo-choo. yep as man are they just boring to my us my favorite game of the train theme is the Association Station. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> That's pretty funny that I made that a, a train theme. It was mostly rhyming. When we do yeah. not like... Tra- we, there is something that me and Jeff are just averse to. It's not like we hate trains. Train averse. <laughs> but we yeah. are train averse when it comes to board games. For whatever reason, it is the most boring theme to me. Yeah, I don't get excited. Ooh, a train. I just don't. Yeah, Some I don't people do. That. Some people love Some trains. people love the shit out of people yeah. like... You know, they, they make like train town train in their town. basement. Yep, train town. <laughs> hey, what? come on downstairs. Welcome to train town, bitch. Welcome. Train town. Come train on down. Town. This is train town. They do not. Those games do not excite me. They don't excite us. They decite me. So because of De-cite. this fact, I avoided Railroad Inc. Like Natalie avoiding a sexual encounter with me. And also like Natalie was eventually worn down after all the amazing reviews from lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people oh saying God. how fun it was despite its small size. So I right. bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it both. <laughs> so I bought it both IRL and on Steam to play online. And so far, well, we have mostly only played it on Steam. Natalie and I did play a, an IRL uh, version of it. So um, I've played it again mostly on Steam. Probably about twenty games or so. I think I've played, and so I feel like I'm finally qualified to tell you what I think. As here at the Gamecasters, we only are allowed to talk about games that we've played twenty plus. 
So whenever you hear a game about that we've yeah. ever talked about, it's only 20 plus this times. Right, this is our third episode of the show. <laughs> we could only talk about it if we played it less than 20 times. So, yeah. <laughs> so in Sexual Encounter with Ryan, you are feverishly trying to pretend like you're sleeping while being nudged over and over until you annoyingly offer up a hand behind your back, and the game takes anywhere between five minutes and an hour to play, depending on how much pretend sleep you do. What the hell? Sex thing. Okay. <laughs> so, this is a roll and write game. You each have a dry erase board with a grid on it. On the perimeter of the board, there are 12 alternating entrances of either roads or railroads. The game plays over seven rounds, and each round begins by rolling four dice. Uh, the dice will have either road or railroad sections or combinations of the two, and you simply must draw all of them somewhere on your board. They have to connect to one of a previously... They have to connect to road or railroad uh, that you've already drawn or that's already been printed on the board. Okay, you earn points by connecting these entrances together. You want to keep your network of road and railroad connected into one network, and you earn more points the more entrances you can connect to that network. I'll say network about 16 more times. <laughs> you also score points for having your network go into the center nine tiles of the board, as it's less intuitive to go there, as all the entrances are on the outside edge, so you kind of want to just build along the edge. But the game entices you, by way of victory points, to go into the center. You also score points for your longest road, neat I and longest railroad and then you lose points for any connections that go nowhere and aren't connected to anything other than the outside edge of the board the last thing to note is you also have six different special symbols you can use throughout the game once per turn and you can play a maximum of three throughout the course of the game now this review is only about the base game there's a bunch of other games in the railroad ink line that i've not played that add a bunch of cool things to the game I think once I play the base game enough, maybe like 50 or 78 more times, then I'll probably want to branch out. But for now, this review is only about the base blue version, which is what the rules I just explained are about. But there's more versions. There's this green version that's like the challenge version. And it adds a bunch of new stuff to make the game more complex, more opportunities for victory points. It scores, you know, there's events and stuff you can score. Yes, Jeff. Are blue and red the same, just with different themes? I don't think so. I think... For the most part, yes, but the, the blue also comes with a, like a little mini expansion. It's like it's like lakes or something. I think the red comes with a different little mini expansion. Yeah, okay, because like I thought that too, there. but I was like, why on Board Game Geek are a they different? They're different. Colors? Like they're Ratings. like they're not in the same. It's not like uh, railroad ink. It's railroading blue, railroading red. Like okay. why would they have their own you know thing? And then the railroading blue is rated higher than the red version. So they got to be different. So I think there's the a little different like mini expansion. Dumb. Yeah, the color I just red. Hate is red. Stupid. Everyone likes blue better. <laughs> so I think that the little mini expansion inside the red version is is different than the mini expansion inside the blue version. I think that's the only difference. So here's what I like. I really enjoy playing this on Steam. It is very quick to play. It's fun to try to keep going back and beat my high score. It's very, very, very simple, as what you heard me explain. It's just you're really just rolling dice and writing the, you know, connecting connections. That's all you're doing. Um, but there are some very difficult decisions about where to place your dice and how best to get everything connected because you don't want to leave those open connectors because those are negative points. Um, the Steam version also has this really cool style and cute little animations. I think, and, and Natalie and I played it in real life as well, and it was fine. But I liked it infinitely more on the computer. It's this seems to me like a solo game because you cannot do. You are literally not doing anything to anybody else, right? You don't. There's no reason to even He's play like to with someone score, else. You're just playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we don't. I don't mind multiplayer solitaire games. I don't mm -hmm. at all. 
But this one, I think, versus other rolling rights, I would rather play this one on Steam. And so I don't think that I would ever reach for this one before I reach for another Roland Wright um, <clears throat> to play with Natalie. Uh, so I guess that kind of plays into things I don't like. Uh, the IRL version is just not as fun. It also, the animations and stuff on the Steam version are just really cool. The way the dice fit together, like it looks perfect. And I, when I play this game, I play really quickly. Uh, which is what I, a point in its favor I like about that. But when I'm drawing on the IRL version, I'm trash. And so it looks sure. like garbage. Yeah. You know, you because you're not just drawing a line, right? You're actually drawing a road segment. So yeah. you're drawing two lines a on a thing and then the, the lane markers in the middle or the railroad, which is the line and then like dashes through it. And so if you don't draw it nice, it just looks, it doesn't look as good. And so it doesn't feel as good, personally, for me. Natalie's, when I watched hers, I was like, damn, you did great. Yours looks so good. You well, win. Yeah. Wow. Holy Yours cow. is prettier than mine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so I don't also, though, want to draw lines. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like drawing the road section and the road section annoyed me a little bit because it's just like it's more it's like work. You have to, like, spend more time yeah, than just crossing off a box or drawing a line. But I also don't want to just draw a line, you know, so. Nothing would really make me happy, <laughs> I think, IRL, which is another point in its favor for playing on, on the computer. Um, also, like I said, the games go super, super quick, and it's just a lot of fun for me to play that way. Randomness can be an issue here if you don't ever roll what you need, uh, like any game ever that has dice, but this one can definitely hurt you a lot more than you than you might think. Uh, there can be a couple connections that you're just waiting on you know, that one curved railroad section to finish, and it just you just don't roll it three rounds in a row, mm -hmm. and you're just, you know, that sucks. However, the game is so quick, you can play this, so, I mean, it's a roll and write game, right? These don't take long. You can play this game in 10 minutes, as long as you're not just hemming and hawing over your dice, and then you just play it again. So, it's, it's a point in its favor and a point against it at the same time, right? Um, overall, I really like the game. Um, I'm glad I finally gave it a shot, because despite the theme, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. I really like it. Um, I would suggest if you ever play games on Steam to get this on Steam versus IRL. That's personally for me. Uh, what did you guys think? Now you want to go first? Because Jeff played this too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, you guys. <laughs> you can speak I'll too, pass. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I played this um, on Steam and in real life as well. And the first time I played it, I like really struggled with like how to place it place the um dice the and dices everything um i didn't do very good and i kind of thought i didn't like it because i'm like i just suck at this game and then we played in real life and i liked it better the second time i know they all have randomness um but i think that the reason that i didn't like this game quite as much as other roll and write games um was because some so like some of the ones we talked about before and we talked about that nook topic last time um where like even though there is randomness you can have like some kind of control over the randomness or like something you can do to like mitigate the randomness and to me this felt like you had zero of that it yeah, was other just than completely those special random. dice other than those special yeah. dice that's the only thing you can really do right to help so you. like obviously like you know you roll the dice and i get to yes i get to choose where i want to place the the tracks roads or tracks yeah. or whatever <laughs> yeah but, um, Huge but like Ryan said, yeah. if I'm like rolling things that like aren't going to work for my tracks or it's not what I need, there's no like special power, any way to like change it or do something different. It's like you get what you get. You don't you throw, don't a fit. throw a fit. And sometimes you have these special ones, but those 
honest, like they might help you, I guess, but a lot of times the special ones, cause they have like, um, they're like crosses. So they like go in all sides of the square. A lot of times they just leave more open ended like tracks and roads. You know what I mean? So, yes. um, so again, I'm not, I did like this game, but it, it, it definitely was not my favorite. And, um, and it's, to like touch on what Ryan was talking about, the Steam version touch versus me. the in real life version. What? Um, I found like I found pros and cons of both. I liked the Steam version because I didn't have to like do anything. Yeah, I didn't no have upkeep. to do anything. Yeah, it's just easy. You just click some stuff, and I don't have to. It just tells me the score. Boom! I don't have to like figure out the score and all that. Um, but the reason that I even like all of these roll and write, flip and write, blank and write games in the first place is I do really enjoy the writing part of it. And so I think my favorite part of the in real life one was actually the drawing of it. You know, it was, that it was fun for me. I could see people liking it. And that it was almost like I could, when I had to draw it, I could like visualize it better. Visualize it better than I could on the computer. But again, when I played it on the computer, I was very distracted because I was on stream. So I'm like trying to talk to chat and like trying True. to not look like a ding dong and stuff so <laughs> a cheeto ding dong cheeto dong yeah um but yeah so yes my mind is li- my thought is like good not great sure you know it's an enjoyable game but i probably wouldn't reach for it nothing special i wonder if, yeah. if we get the the chat if we play the challenge yes. version i wonder it adds too. a lot of different stuff it to it if we'd stuff, like that or more. maybe it has some mitigating powers or something yeah you know, maybe I will like it better. I thought that same thing, but the very base version was just kind of like, eh, it was all right. It was pretty good. Is that what you played, Jeff? Just the base version, the blue yeah, one? Yeah, the you only think? one I've, pl- I, I'm almost positive it was blue. Uh, Joe got it. It's been okay. Here, here's where I've played this. I've played this in the hospital when my son was in the NICU. Oh, that's really? when you guys played and it. That's okay. when I played. It. Yeah. So it's been two so, and a half years, yeah. which means it's played probably a lot of second chance. The first, yeah, it's probably the first, the blue one. I'm sure blue and red were out at the same time. Yeah, yeah they were. Mm. It's fine. I, I don't want to play this again. <laughs> really if if you were like let's play it cool if you were like let's play it on you would Steam, never we pick could it play ever. it i would never pick it ever yeah. and if it was out i'd, I'd play it because i just enjoy yeah. games but it's something that i won't buy i won't and whether it's the train theme or just the the complete randomness again yeah. this is this is up against the other role and flipping rights that i already love that i don't love this one so right. why would i take this yeah, instead of exactly. gone shown clever instead of quicks even yeah mm-hmm. i just wouldn't yeah oh yeah um, can i throw sorry can i throw like course. one more thing in there um, Throw it in. I don't like playing games solo and even online I don't typically even like playing them solo but I will say this is one I agree that I would play solo like, yeah it, it seems like it has like, more soloishness yeah, to it than, I in, feel even, like and a lot I'm, of rolling rights are like that I wouldn't do that in real life but like online I'd totally play this like solo it doesn't feel like I'm missing something without having somebody else. Well, because you're yeah. playing even with people, you're playing it by yourself. Right. Yeah, and most so, games are like that. Like Second Chance is just you. Yeah, I, I think I would play that game if there was an app on my phone. Maybe I would just click through that a bunch. That's what I've done on Steam. It's yeah. just over right. and if over. You, and if over. there was an app, this would be like one that you would. And that would be I played on Steam because it would be, it would be over play. faster. <laughs> and then yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't have to draw the railroad tracks. I wouldn't have to like worry yeah. about. And there is that. an app. There is an iOS um, app. So so maybe too. an app would be a, a version to just kind of like be a toilet game, right? Yep. You could probably play yeah. it in five yep. minutes. Yep. I do sure. that with Lost Cities a lot, where I, I I like Lost Cities, so I would play that in person for sure. But Lost Cities on an app is just so it's like yeah you're playing it's an ai you just like yeah. click and yeah. move it and, and all, again points all add up and you're yep, just kind for of you. going yeah. with it so it's it's a fine game i get why people love it i get it okay <laughs> i, I get the fun of that i get the fun of like trying to make the paths connect and, and how are you going to score and this one runs off the side and the puzzle of that yeah i get yep, but that's, that's just what i that like about it i, I personally fun. don't love that puzzle 
um, or just wouldn't ever reach for it because the puzzle of second chance for me is funnier. It's mm-hmm. funnier. It's more fun, right? It's just fun to, Make some laugh to more. fill them funnier. in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's just more fun to fill in those blanks than it was to I try agree. to connect. I agree with that 100%. Second chance is better to, uh, than this for yeah. sure. But um, And it's funny because second chance, Ganshon's clever. A lot of those games, you, solo is exactly the same. As yeah. you know, as not, but for but whatever for, reason, this seems like more of a solo game yeah, than the others. I agree me. with that because, like, in this one, if you play with another person, you're comparing a score, but in Second Chance, yeah, you're comparing a score, but you're also comparing your sheets kind of thing. So, it, like, it, it feels more fun to like compare, even though you are technically kind of playing solo, you know. In Second Chance, or, you're, t- you're, you're competing also, against each other, you are, like, you also, have to beat someone else, right? Or, like, when well, you're competing against each other in Robot Inc. too. But in second chance, I think there's a little more interaction because you're sharing cards. Yeah. Where if someone takes a second chance and it's it's like, oh my god, I needed that shape on the next turn, but now it's gone because you just second chanced it yeah, away. That yeah. like can like, oh no, you right. know what I mean. Um, so that's Railroad Inc. Um, who the heck publishes that game? It's, it's over there somewhere. I don't know. Halmer Hawk, I know is the um, designer. Is it horrible? Horrible game? Horrible H-G. guild? Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Um, again, Railroad Inc. Jeff, what else you got, man? I got a heavy ass game. You do. Holy heavy cow. game. So we'll go from Railroad Inc., which is a nothing. Wait, the lightest game there <laughs> is? A heavy game. This game is called Pipeline. Oh my gosh, that's heavy. It's a big one. It's boy. so heavy, it's, Ian O'Toole decided to do the it's artwork. It's got a nice yes. box. <laughs> so, oh, this Ian O'Toole. Okay, uh-huh. we'll no wonder right the now. box cover looks The nice. box yep. cover is beautiful. beautiful. Everything else is very fine. It's yeah, just nothing like, that you would be like, it's wow. Very fine. wow. It's not. So when you look at On Mars, you see the box cover of On Mars, the board of On Mars yeah. is beautiful. The cards are beautiful. This is like, this is. I feel like Ian O'Toole was hired to make the box, the box cover. Yeah. And, then some and of course he did the iconography and that works great. You can tell else. his work is in the iconography. Perfect. But everything else is very like your player board is just green. The tiles have a tank on it. Like there's nothing that would be like, wow, this is Ian O'Toole. If you took the cover yeah. off and you, you wouldn't just did know. it, you wouldn't be like Ian O'Toole for sure did wow, this. Wow, yeah. okay. Which is kind of strange to me. But the board doesn't need it needs iconography. It needs doesn't functionality. Need you think he has right? different packages? Like he's like, if you buy the the low yeah, the, the pipeline, the low, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll do cover and then I'll do a little bit of artwork on the main board, you know. Yeah, it could be. But you know, Eagle Griffin gets yeah. the the full service. Well, maybe they're where he does like, yeah. how do you make the theme of pipeline like enticing when you look at a box? Like I could see if it wasn't like pretty like that, it could be a that's pretty true. like blah like because that box cover is, is one of the, that's the re- every that game was so hyped up two years ago at Gen Con yep. for that yes. reason. People didn't know a ton about the game. You see that box, you see you know Tool's mm-hmm. name, and you're like, oh my god, I yeah. have to have this yeah. because the alternative to that is so you, you make you look at the pipeline box and people are like, wow, that looks like something I want to play. Yes, or you go. Look at the box of Age of Steam or yeah. Age of Industry yeah. because those games are very, very comparable. It's a heavy economic game. Yeah. And no one wants like the, you know, for whether what game you think is better, looking at it, people are going to Pipeline right. over man standing on railroad tracks. Yep, for right? sure. Exactly, yeah. So that was probably money well spent. Yep. This is, this was Joe's pick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys want to know some facts about oil? Tell me every fact about oil. I only have two. Should we wait? Should we forget oh, everything to, we thought we knew? Forget everything you you know you about olive oil. Or? Okay. Do, you, do you know? <laughs> that so you know that <laughs> oils <laughs> are stored in barrels. Do you know how big the barrel is? Um, it's like fifty gallons. What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Fifty gallons. That's a really stupid answer. Fifty Why? gallons. Because that's really small, isn't oil? Just like massive. Her cheeks mm. blew up. Like, <laughs> 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 okay, I'm gonna go with. It. Thousand gallons. One thousand gallons. Are we Ryan? are we doing this in units of gallons? You can do gallons or you can do liters. I have both answers. 
I don't know either of these. So let's say 150 gallons. Wow. And Natalie went with... Um, 1,000. 1,000. The correct <laughs> answer is it's 42 gallons. Okay. Um, My so 50 your first was, was the right. Was 50 good. was the closest. Um, or, or if you're over um, doing things that are not what America does, 159 liters. Is, that's what uh, I meant. I said 150 no, gallons. Uh, I meant liters. Yeah, liters. I was like 50 gallons, and I was like, that was a stupid answer. And He's like, liters. why? And it turns out it was yeah, Well, yeah, when you said 50, I was like, that's pretty good. You guess. Got and you were like, I'm going to go with 1,000 <laughs> instead. <laughs> um, the only other thing that I, I know no about idea. oil, and I looked up, is that the U.S. consumes the most oil out of any country in the world. I love I'm olive oil. 1.85 billion barrels a day. Thrown at Italian plumbers. Boom. That's right. I feel like we're probably, <laughs> ooh, ooh. I mean, we are a very large <laughs> country, but I also feel like we're probably one of the most wasteful, most wasteful, <laughs> but also like we don't have a lot of walking towns. You know, like I feel like when I you drive I went to Italy, but the United States is in a big Italy, country, like drive all over. there were people were walking everywhere. Yeah. I mean, not so much like in the country, I guess, but like no, that's true. California, like L.A. is probably the second biggest or biggest city in the country, right? One, of, it's it's close. Yeah, New York. Yeah. You drive it like in New York, you walk. Yeah, yes. Chicago, you you walk you and walk. you take the L. In um, L.A., you drive. Yeah, you don't walk anywhere. But also, LA. like though that we just named like three, probably the biggest, busiest cities in the country. Like most of the country is not like that, and so like nobody's right. walking places. Yeah, true. So we use the most. Now yeah. you know a That's why we're so oil. freaking obese. Go back to pipeline. Yep. So pipeline. <laughs> Uh, this is Joe's game. Joe has been very interested in this game since it came out a couple years at Gen Con. I was always interested in it. I feel like my interest in it peaked and valued and peaked, right? I just went in waves. Of like, yeah. Do I want this game? I saw the box. Do I Fuck not? Yeah. Everything else, I was like, nah. I know. It's like, it's a heavy economic game. I wouldn't play it probably with Devin as much. You right. might not get into it. So, mm-hmm. and it's Joe also, this is kind of his industry, right? Yeah, he had home field advantage. Right. True. So, it's something I think that really <laughs> gravitated toward him. Like, if there was a teaching game, I'd probably be like, I got to play this. Yeah. Right. So yeah. See what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. So, it was Joe's pick for game night a few weeks ago, and he picked Pipeline. Sweet. What if I was like, he picked, and I just didn't talk about yeah. Pipeline. But <laughs> right. so he picked Pipeline um, because he just wanted all of our heads to explode or something like that. But, mm-hmm. um, so, is that head Pipeline is, is designed by this guy in Ryan Courtney. That's me. Um, and, He's done this and Curious Cargo, which is also a capstone game. So the both of those he has done. Okay. I think Curious Cargo is lighter than Pipeline. I would okay. assume a lot of things are lighter than Pipeline. <laughs> um, but what I do like about Ryan Courtney, because he's obviously listening, is if you look <laughs> at the threads His on name, on Board Game Geek, he did a lot of responding to rules questions in people's forums, which I really enjoy when... Uh, designers, designers do that, there. especially nice. in heavy games. Instead of like, and he would take snapshots of the rule book and be like, "This is where you find it." Like, I like that yeah. a lot. Well, because you also feel like, okay, this is the final answer. Some people yes. that try to interpret rules right. on board game geek, you're like, okay, well, that's just some rando. Right. Yeah. The designer going in there and doing that is very cool. How many times? Yeah, how many times have you gone in there and said, "Well, this, you know, crack and be tripping said that it's this, <laughs> so let's just go with that." Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. right. So I knew it was a heavy economic game. I don't dabble in that game. Genre? The genre as much as <laughs> other games, right? So if you have no idea what those games are, games like Brass and Barrage, Age of Steam and Industry, any Martin Wallace game, those are your big economic games. And you guys have played Barrage? Yep. Yeah. Right? So that's in that world. Um, artwork is, you know, tool, like I said, uh, like you guys said. Uh, so in Pipeline, you're an oil business trying to make the most efficient pipeline network to make the most money. Okay. Okay. So you start cool. with... You start with a few tanks, so you have a player board, and on that player board, you store your tanks, and you store oil cubes, okay? Oil will always start in tanks at the bottom, most of the time, uh, and that's like crude oil, 
okay? And then you're making these pipe systems to essentially refine the oil into more refined oil. Huh. So <laughs> there's four levels of um, oil that you can have. You can have crude oil, which is not refined at all. You can have like a low refinery, a medium refinery, and a high refinery. So as your oil moves through this pipe system, you upgrade the oil. So your oil starts as crude, and then after a few turns, it might be a high. Just by passing through pipes. Oil, just by I didn't passing know that. through some pipes. You begin the game also with $40. Um, not like cash. Real American like, money? Yeah. <laughs> um, which... As you start the game, it seems like the equivalent of actually giving you $40 and saying, why don't you start an oil business? <laughs> you have this money's um, tight, huh? And you're like, oh. Because your first action, you could spend $30. And wow. you're like, uh, well, what the fuck do yeah. I do? <laughs> yeah. Right? You, It opens up and yeah, you're how like, am I, gonna get this I money don't back? know what. Yeah. So you are sitting trying to think, how do I get this money back? I only have 40 What if I lose it all on the first turn? Yeah, then I can't play. <laughs> and it's gone. So that's the equivalent. It's not like. You know, there's people who get, oh, I started I started this business. I got a billion-dollar loan, and now I have this billion-dollar business. It's like, right. no, you get $40, make an oil business. Wow. Um, and so all you do on your turn is you basically select an action. So it's not a worker placement in that you block spaces or there's competition for spaces, but you're selecting one of the various actions on the board by actually using a meeple. So you, you have, doing it doesn't preclude me from doing exactly. it. Exactly. So you have uh, you would have a green meeple. Natalie would have the off-color meeple, and yep. then, you know, they, they are different colors. There's... Uh, there's a white color, so maybe I don't know if you that that's one of the ones that you. If, that, if yeah. white is in there, then I would so have to take that. Now it's green. So I think there there's a <laughs> different that's like an orange too. Anyway, I don't think they're the standard. You know, tool yeah. typically has like orange, teal. Yeah, I right. Like Purple something off. Yeah. So the you you have one worker essentially that you're just picking up and moving into the different spots. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of different spots that you can go to, so I won't go into a crazy amount of that. But the actions basically allow you to um, get pipe tiles. To get crude oil, so there's a market for the crude oil. The more you buy, the more expensive it is, right? The more you sell back, it's you know better if, if you sell it when it's rare and it's less if you sell, right? You, yeah. you the supply and demand kind of thing of like crude market oil. Um, you can get these bonuses that give you like special game powers. You can buy contracts. So this is where you're running a business and now a contract says, I need two medium refined blue oils and I need one high refined orange oil and that's okay. your contract that's something you need to fulfill every single round so that's something like you can you can get those type of things right mm -hmm. they're also one time they're not called contracts but they're essentially like fulfillments where you say all right that one's out on the board it's just kind of like a free agent right this free agent says i need i need two gray low refined ones and it's like okay i'll sell it to this guy right so you can do that um but the majority of what you can get extra tanks you can get machines you can get this kind of stuff but the majority of what you're trying to do is build this pipe system so there's a bunch of different spaces that you can essentially get these tiles that are think of them as like two by one almost. No, and don't don't think of them. <laughs> okay, like that. and <laughs> they <don't>. have <laughs> pipes running through it. Natalie, think of like Tubrinth. They have like Ooh, pipes running. Natalie through love it, that game. Where you're creating this pipe system. Okay, so a tile <laughs> think can <Tuberth>. have. <laughs> Why would think you about say it. that? Okay, think about Tuberth right he's now. Right, he's right. He's right. That's gotta yeah. be the best way to think so about it. There is these tiles have <laughs> one of three like color like pipes running through them. Okay, orange, gray, and blue. So they're running through them. One pipe might might have just orange tiles running through it, and you're basically next to your player board creating this just network of pipes. Yeah. Everyone's okay. doing that on their own player Everyone's board? Everyone's doing that on their own. That's cool. Next to their player board, right? There's not like a set thing. That's you the pipeline. Kind of, you, that's yeah. the pipeline you are creating. Is it kind and of then, like a railroad and railroading? It could be. Well, that well, that's kind of like, well, because it's the same shapes, I think. Like it's an L like shape. like a straight and a, straight a curve line. and a that right? kind of Are there of like T's? T's. No, so one <laughs> tile. <laughs> He's like, yeah, there are. Tees? One tile. Like, like you can connect these tiles in any way that makes logical sense yeah. as you're doing this. Okay. So 
but they're not one all the tile, same. They're not all it's the not same. It's not just like all straight and you just have to turn it. No, they're all, one tile might have like <laughs> an like an, a gray L on it, and then and then it also might have an orange one that like I'll goes go around the other way. U, and then okay. has another one. So Got they're like it. all mix and mash. I, it was my favorite. Was he was just tees. staring at you like I was like, uh, it's like what the fuck like, is he trying to tell me? It's like a polyomino. It's like he's trying to tell me something. I know it. It's not like a polyomino game where you're putting like the ends together, right? You're like yeah. So it looks like look up some pictures. You'll kind of it'll make sense once you start building it. So. One of the things that you can do after you start building this network is to take your meeple and place it on one of your pipe tiles. And then that initiates that you're going to run every pipe that runs through that tile. Okay? Oh, so not necessarily just one color. Not one color. But if I have a pipe that has a blue and an orange running through it, I run both of those pipes. Not all of them on my board, but both of the ones that run through that. Because I might have another blue one on the other side of my own player board. That's really interesting. And... Each of these pipes are broken up into sections, and for every section mm-hmm. that yeah, for every section that your oil runs through, it can essentially upgrade your the oil that you have. Mm-hmm. So it might take seven sections for you to upgrade from a crude oil to a low grade oil in the orange, and they're all different. You shuffle them up, and then it might be you might need to run it six more times to get it to a medium oil. Or if you have a pipeline of 13, you can just run it right from a load. Where does that oil output into a tank? It that outputs you have? into it. Yeah, you basically start at crude and you're basically just moving that one cube up to where it would be. Like, Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, so you're, that oh, is okay. going through the different, that's going through the pipe into another tank is kind of That's your representative. Yeah, so no if you have the longer like one, if you have a long pipe, you might be able to upgrade it all the way up to like a high grade one if you have it long enough where it could run. So, and you get more, theoretically, you get more money from people with the high grade because yeah, that's like so the, the best kind of oil. the high grade would get you more money. You could also just go to a market and sell it to someone and put it on the on the board and then I could go to that space and I could buy a high grade Does most money win the game? Most money wins the game. So you get money through these contracts. Um, you lose, you get like penalized if you don't have contracts or if you take a debt or all this kind of stuff gets you penalized. Oh, games where and you have to take debt always kills it me. It can. Yeah, especially <laughs> when you start with no money. Yeah. You know, Because you're like, you got to take debt. Everybody except me, I think, took some debt. Um, maybe Bill didn't, but... Wow, that's unusual. I know. Um, so... I know you play three years in the dead. game. That's why it kills me. I and can't each, do it. Yeah, it's hard. And each year, there's a certain amount of turns. You get eight in the first round, six in the second round, and four in the third round. And it gets tighter and tighter every single round where you're like, holy shit, I have four turns. How am I going to fulfill the same contract that I just fulfilled in six turns? Barely. Now I got to do it in four yeah. turns. Ugh. So it gets, it is tight. But then this you're supposed to be tight. building up your pipes, so hopefully you can do them faster. Is it punishing? You hope so. Can you like make a mistake early yeah. and then you're just kind of screwed? It's, yes. Oh, and I think I was glad that all of us, this was our first play, that we sat down, all of us played it together. I think it's a game that if I introduced it to you right now, I think you I crush would crush me. you. Yeah. Okay. Because I know, you know, the flow. I know a couple uh, the moves that might work early, and if you don't catch up or block something or whatever, I can't catch up. it's... You might not be able to catch up. Mm-hmm. And again, I've only played it once. Sure, you don't. So you know. might yeah. be able to catch back up, right? I yeah. don't know. But okay, so maybe the sentence is if you've played it 10 times, you are going to crush anyone who plays this game yeah. zero times. Or, so that could be it's really, really curve. discouraging. Yeah. So at the end of the game, we had a range of. So I have read that two, $300 is like a, is a good score, good job, right? We range, Joe had $90. Okay. Dave had 300 and something. Wow. I had 500 and something. Oh. And Bill had. 600 and something holy oh, poor joe, so joe lost 90. by 600 dollars wow which in that game seems infinite right it seems like oh, if you, you have a vendetta here. against joe go to his boss and be like hey guess what 
Yeah, I'd be like, this was his game. This is his game. This is about the industry. He is yeah. in this industry, and he only got 90 bucks. So, fire this man on, and hire on, Bill. <laughs> on both sides of that, being good and bad, thinking about things I liked and didn't like, it can be really, really rewarding to see your plan start to execute in that middle of that second round where you're like, okay, I have money. Mm-hmm. Now I can actually I can go to the market and turn that small amount of money into more money. And I can yeah. do it in more money. And now I have this contract and now I have more money. Yeah. And you just kind of get rolling a little bit. And the game ends at a good time because more turns, you're just going to eventually do everything you want to do. So you have to, we always talk about it. You have to find the point where the game ends. Does the properly. AP go up The a AP lot. can. Um, especially when you're first playing, you're trying to figure out what pipe fits in what spot. You know, my, the most AP that I had was trying to figure out what pipes do I want? I can pick out a six of these things. What do I want that best fits it? And a lot of times I just took some because it was our first play. And I'm like, I'm just going to take some tiles. Mm-hmm. And I'll make what's I'll best figure it there. out. Yeah. But if you were playing competitively or wanted to like win, you might sit and stare at tiles for, for a while. five minutes as, or so. As your brain probably thinks in those weird paths and you're like, yeah. I don't know. And you just could get stuck. So let me ask you this then. Uh, I don't mean to keep interrupting no, you. No, it's all right. So if Bill scored $600, you had 500 some dollars. Even Dave had 300 which is higher than the, the good yeah. score. Joe had $90. Is Joe completely butthurt the whole time? Joe Joe knew that he was behind. Um, but he's also, we didn't know. Joe kept, Joe for the last like three months have been like a snake in the grass. He's like, I'm going to lose. Yeah, gonna lose, and then he and comes he back and wins. Yeah. So, so you didn't we were all him. like, bullshit, snake <laughs> yeah. in the grass, you're going to win, right. blah, blah, blah. But when he got absolutely crushed, he was like, I knew I was losing early. But then we were like, you said that two weeks ago and you won True. by 10. But True. if you believe him that he knew he was going to lose, that those last that six, suck. seven turns were probably like, suck. fuck. And how long does this game take with two with four players? I mean, it's your it first took, play yeah, for it, sure. It took us two and a half hours. So, okay, that um, could potentially be a downfall. So that could be really frustrating. Um, if you are playing on both sides, if you are playing for the first time with someone who have played before, the person who have played before, you need to be nice. And you need to right. let people understand the game I yeah think. and also if it's your first play understand that you're not going to get it the first play it's not going to just click so you think um, it's like a learning curve of maybe a game one yes. play i think i think i joe has joe will not score 90 next game yeah most likely yeah unless somebody like does something to him you know or takes so it wasn't exactly. a situation where he was like i didn't do great and i have no idea how i could have done better he thinks that he has a, a new plan okay cool um and I, I liked the way I played. For some reason, for me, I, I saw a path the first five or six turns, and I was like, okay, let me just do this. And it seemed to work out for me, right? I was competitive with Bill, who this game just, those types of games, he yeah, just he dominates just and thing. does very well. And I was right there, and I was like, he doesn't pick up that one card. If I had just blocked him from the one card. You win, he loses? I yeah. win, and he loses. Because he got like six tiles, whatever. Right. But um, I liked the puzzle of building the tunnels. Uh, or building, yeah, building the pipes, because... You try to essentially, how can I get a six-space tunnel? How am I going to get a six-section tunnel with only three tiles? How do you try to figure that game out? Which you might either really like or really fucking hate. And I usually don't love like spatial kind of things, but for that, I think I liked it because I knew what my goal was. My goal was to get a 10. How can I somehow figure this out to get a 10? And that I really enjoyed. It is just for how heavy it was and for how brain-burning and AP it was, we rarely had to look at the rule book. Oh. We rarely had a lot of questions. A lot of it was like procedural stuff. Like, can I do this first or can I do that? And he knew it. Like, and, yeah. and Joe knew it right away. So the teach went well. The iconography was good on everything. Um, so that went really smoothly for how heavy I think the game is. Interesting. But it can be, I think the entry point can be scary to go in there and be like, I just got beat by 600. 
like 600 Yeah. in a game where Joe started with $40. Same as everyone else. He only else. made yeah. plus 50 Yeah. to think about it like that and go, fuck, I yeah, I'm never would, doing this again. That's how I would feel. Yeah. I know I would feel that way. I'd be like, I don't ever want to play this ever again. Yeah, which, fuck that. which happened to you when we played Age of Industry. Yeah. Where yeah. You really got, you're like, I, I felt I'm so stupid this. and I was like, I don't want to feel but that I way ever again. I think that you might, with Age of Industry, with the boring look of it, I think you would like the mini game of the That sounds the really fun. Better. I actually really liked how you talked about running the thing yeah. how you put your meat meeple mm-hmm. on a tile and then you just run the pipes that go i think that seems like a cool decision point yeah which one do i how do i make this go through there <gasps> that i can run both of those and boom now my low grade becomes a medium yeah. and i can sell to that guy right now my next turn Ex- yeah I that think, sounds cool i think that game you would like um the market if you don't like economics games you have to you have to play the market right you got to play when to buy when to sell where to sell it that kind of stuff um there's for not blocking actions, you need to basically you need to pay attention to what powers people are taking. Bill took the same power over and over again, and nobody really the powers Chinese honestly were on the other yeah. side of the board for me. I didn't even take any of them because I was like, I just need to play this game, and I didn't even look at them. And he took one that basically just dominated, but I I could have just taken it or flipped or closed that market right. I could have blocked him from it, and I should have. But next game, we next know. game you will. Yeah. So there's right. that interaction that I think replaces some of the worker placement blocking actions that I would have liked to see in a worker placement game, but I think. If you block some of these spaces, if they make spaces get blocked, it's a new level of frustration and anger yeah. that I don't think the game wanted you to have because there's enough frustration in the pipes and the market and all that kind of economic craziness. So it is heavy. It's a tight game. Um, but- I think that if you like economic games like Brass, like Barrage, Martin Wallace games, this would be just, this would be a home run for you. Awesome. So Pipeline. Pipeline. Capstone. Capstone. Ryan... Courtney, Courtney. Ryan Courtney. Courtney. Ryan Courtney. Awesome. So, Mind Management is back on Kickstarter. That's right as of the day Yay. of this recording, which is also the day this releases, which is also February 13th. There are still five days left to back this game Ooh. only. So, okay. it was a quick a quick burn here. So, basically what happened was um, I backed it originally mm-hmm. a, couple, like a year or so ago. It came out exploded people loved the game and it sold out like boom like instantly so this is another game designed by the amazing design team jay cormier sen fun lim who created the goonies the goonies <laughs> the <laughs> can you believe one-eyed Willie's and those treasure. are the only two games they've done yeah. no we talk about them uh friend of the podcast ben and em will say that about ryan reynolds i will say yeah. that about jay cormier and sen fun lim fantastic <laughs> guys there i talked to uh i've talked to jay uh, a lot. We've emailed back and forth a bunch. Uh, whether really? it, yeah, whether it's been um, on Instagram when because he also released he released his book for designers. It's a really cool designers book that lets cool. you um, like take notes in that's not just on a piece of paper, you know. So he basically yeah. used his industry knowledge to create this book, which is really cool. I used it for the samurai. Um, anyhow, so they were like, okay, I think this game has enough buzz behind it. Let's put it back on Kickstarter and do another print run. And the reason it's gone Kickstarter is because, so the cool thing about this game is you know it's based on this comic book of the same name, Mind Management. Now, Matt Kent, the man who did the artwork for all this, he has put, there's like nine clues, hidden things in the game. All right. Each one of them, if you solve, it gives you a code and you can go to this website and then it gives you a card, a new card for the game you can print off. That's cool. And then there's nine of those. Okay. So you could potentially have nine new cards for the game. Which is so cool. I talked about that with yeah. Too Many Bones yeah, a little really bit cool. ago where you got extra stuff. So what this Kickstarter is doing is it is releasing these cards 
professionally printed. Like as actual cards. Yes. Not like print. Not like you okay. print at home. Like cool. you can get these cards in the Kickstarter. You can also you can also back and the deluxe version is, so you is can now just available. Get the game you can and just the get the game and okay. the cards come in the in the new game. So are you getting just the cards? I'm just getting the cards. There's okay. a there's a pledge where you can just get the cards because again I already have the deluxe version. And the cool thing is the cards come in these envelopes. So if you want, you can just fucking open them and then you sure. just got new cards for new cards for the game. Or you can have them and then still go through and find you know yeah. all the cool stuff that's hidden and then it'll tell you to open them right you go to the website put in the code and it's like okay open envelope one you know open envelope mm-hmm. three which i think is how we'll do it because yeah. it's so cool because yeah, there's sure. still a bunch of content for the game we haven't uh, we haven't even opened we haven't yet. even opened but i wanted to talk about this again not only because of the kickstarter that's happening right mm-hmm. now which it is go back this on kickstarter you can get your own copy a lot of people missed this the first time and have regretted it because it was just kind of you know, and behind the scenes, is this a question Can for I you? Can I chime in just yeah. really quick? You yeah. might be, you might say this. Also, um, mind management, the comic book, the graphic novel has gotten um, a, a kind of another print run. Um, are you going to say this? No, go ahead. Just uh, Matt Kent is also, if you order it from him and from his store website, he uh, will do a hand like a personalized drawing on the cover and sign it which yes. i think you ordered which is I so did. cool i got it it's so amazing it's freaking you can, awesome you can pick it up on, i know you can pick it up on amazon i actually talked to him like what's what helps you better yeah I sent him a right how do you want like, me to buy this for me can i buy it here he's like you know he's website, like you're gonna save right. some money on chip shipping if you buy it on amazon but i'm gonna sign it and all that kind of stuff so if you're interested in the the graphic novel as well i think one and two you can buy pretty easily and he'll sign Cop. That's. I think that's just. Yeah, so cool. It's so awesome, man. That guy is great. Yeah, awesome. He's and he's. You can tell he's very excited. He's not. You know. Um. He's not in the board game industry. He's a comic book writer. Yeah, right. like so artist, getting all yeah. this. This. You know. This adoration from this other wing. You know. This other yeah. nerd hobby. I think he's. You can tell he's really enjoying it. Yeah. And it's so cool. So the reason I wanted to also talk about it again was Natalie and I have been playing this game a lot. We are finding this at one of our favorite games of all time. We actually so just, we just added it to our, to our top 10. something on our top 10. We removed Tekenu and put Mind Management on our Wow, Tekenu didn't even drop. It, did, it didn't go to like six. It's not like you dropped Well, so those aren't ordered 10. like one through like, 10. Yeah, that's just uh, Yeah, they're just, we just put them on there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, yeah, which one can we take off? Yeah, we just we just took one off and put one on. Um, it is so good. Natalie's going to have to redo her pub meeple like you are, Jeff, because yeah. I asked her, I'm like, is this top 10 worthy for you? you? And she's like, Oh, yeah. She's like, so Natalie's been saying, this is the only game she wants to play. She's like, I just want to play this over and over. And so what we're doing is we started <laughs> last night. We started, um, it's okay, so it's not a campaign. It's not. But there's all these shift system packages to open. If you remember back from the episode that I talked about my management, there's all these boxes you can open once a side loses. So Natalie and I are playing two players. She's playing as the recruiter, which is the one, and I'm playing as the rogue agents which are the all and trying to find her and so when one of us loses they get to open a box and that box is going to give them new stuff to help them win Mm -hmm. and then once the other side loses they get to open a box and so we're just going to keep playing this until we've opened all the boxes and see all the content and the content is so great we've opened a couple boxes i'm not going to talk about what they do but they change the game just enough Towards you put that out, it gives it gives the player who lost an, an advantage, but it's not ridiculous. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's not ridiculous, but it's like and something. It, and it changes the feel of the yeah. game a little bit because now you're like, well, I can't just do what I was doing before so willy nilly. Now there's this other rule that I have to obey. Yeah. And it's so much fun and, and what if they really, use a special really cool. extra power they have and I don't know that they used it maybe or, you know, and it makes yes. you, it throws off your. It throws off your entire. De- Deucingness. And it's just really, really cool. The game, in my opinion, dude, doesn't even need 
those shift boxes. If those shift yeah. system things weren't in the game, I would love this game just as much. Mm-hmm. But adding those in and also the like the kind of mysteriousness of the artwork and, and everything yeah. and like all the stuff you can hidden stuff you can find. Natalie will just spend 20 minutes while we're like putting the game away, just looking at the box, taking that like outburst, like you know, style thing and just trying decoded. to find hidden messages and hidden and stuff in it. And it is so great. This game, this game has done a lot for us and we have found <laughs> every play so far. We've played it like seven or eight times now. It has come down to almost the very last turn. Yeah. Like, so last night we played, and I'll just say, I caught Natalie. She would, literally, her next action, she wins. Was to win. Yeah. Man. And yeah, the, the three times that I've played the recruiter, it has been like that, where I would win on my next turn, except I get captured right before yep, her that. her very next it's, turn. It's always been like that, and so I'm like, I I'm just like, want to uh, win, so yeah. now I want to, the next time we play, I want to open that She's box. She's going to get a box, yep, and that's and probably going to push her over win, the edge. And then maybe if I do, then you open a box, and we'll just keep like doing Yep, we're going to keep alternating. It's going to, oh, um, and I'm really excited for that. My favorite thing in the world is to play the, the catcher. I love playing that, yeah. where you know you get on that, you get on their... Um, their trail. trail a little bit. So also what we're going to do is we are going to play, Natalie and I are going to play Letters from Whitechapel. Natalie has never played the Jack side. Mm-mm. Oh, cool. So she likes playing that side, which is really funny because yeah. to me because you are the deducer of the two of us. You I love know. doing the deduction. And so that side of it is not the deduction part of the game. I think I never in the past really played that side ever. And so I didn't realize oh, it's, yeah, that how I fun it can it. be. So Natalie's going to play the Jack, so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna compare them. So at okay. some point in the future on the show, we're going to do a comparison because those are the only two hidden movement games we own. True. We used to own Theory of Dracula that has gone out the door. I loved it. It was just too much. There's, it's you, it's very, very heavy. You need, you need a lot more players. The uh, Letters from Whitechapel and Mind Management have similar weight feelings, so yeah. I am excited to play both of those, and we are going to keep playing Mind Management like crazy. Yeah. We're probably going to... We might play it tonight. We're going to play it like... Yeah. It, it is so great. Well, so that's Mind Management. Okay, from off the page, I think is Jay, yeah. is Jay and maybe Jay's um, publishing company that he started, I think? Honestly? Sure. Um, and so Jay Cormier, Sun Fung Lim, it's on Kickstarter again for fi- only five more days. And it, today is the 13th of February. Um, so I think it ends on the 18th. And so until you might be a late pledge. I don't know. Yeah. But if you ever if you wanted mind management, go back it now on Kickstarter. Can so, I say something else about it? I'm sorry. We've run out of time. Jeff, next game for you. See you later. <laughs> yeah. What's up, babe? Um. I just want to say something like new that I discovered since the first time that we talked about this on the show. Um, like you said, it's kind of perfect working out for the two of us since you want to be like the deducer and I'm yeah. be like the recruiter. Yeah. And that's what we both want to be. But um, something that... What are you guys writing notes about over there? No, keep talking. <laughs> this is supposed to be secret. If I, if I was saying I'm something loud, it would have been out loud, okay? You just said it. The whole reason for this is so the, the, so, the audience so we didn't I saw, interrupt the show. I saw an end, so I thought you wrote something about me. <sighs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, anyways, what I wanted to say was, so last night we were playing, and Ryan was like, I'm sorry, I realized like sometimes I took a little bit long you know, taking my turns. Was that kind of like boring for you? Were you wishing that I was moving faster? And and the one of the best parts about this too is like yeah he the Ryan's play, like the what rogue agents they're those people are gonna take long way longer turns. I mean those people than the <laughs> than the uh, recruiters. But I told him I was like no it 
wasn't boring for me. I wasn't like sitting there like, oh, hurry up. This is taking forever because the entire time, and this is also what makes it so fun, is the entire time that he is over there trying to like figure stuff out and taking his turn, he's like talking out loud. And so I'm listening I'm like constantly like listening to what he's saying and then like looking at my board and trying to like alter and modify yeah, my like plan. If he moves here, I can move right, here. Like, if he moves oh, there, oh, yeah. he, like I have umbrellas and he's like on my umbrella trail. So maybe. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds <laughs> dirty. He's getting my birds in there somewhere. We got to watch out. You know, like my next two, pl- my, my plan was like to get these really close umbrellas. Maybe if he guesses those, that's going to screw me up. So I should like maybe go over here. Like, or like he, he's like totally on my trail and knows exactly what what I'm doing maybe I should like switch it up and try to trick him you know so like the whole yeah, time while I'm waiting for him to take his turn I'm not just like oh hurry up I'm bored you know I'm like sitting there <laughs> watching and paying attention and like altering you know my plans and so like that part is also really fun and we for get me. through it I mean we played last night I don't it was about an hour yeah you know give or take five minutes I think it was about an hour so we we've been getting to the 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 mode where we can just kind of like turn through them um also Natalie what will you find maybe if you go to the Kickstarter page for mind managers anything special <laughs> that you might see there do you think well yes um apparently on the front page there's a list of um reviewers who listed these as like their top or mind management as their top game in 2021 and i'm on there it says number one natalie from the game casters podcast like because i listed this as my number one 2021 game natalie is number one natalie number one no like i I listed number five and ryan's as a reviewer i listed it as my number one game of 2021 and and um and it's like a i don't know a list of probably like 15 12, yeah, there's like a bunch of there's a bunch of names on there, like names. Tom Vassell and stuff on there, like yeah. a bunch of notables. Even Natalie from the Gamecasters is on there. I you're know, above that Tom Vassell. So cool. You sure are. Because <laughs> you're number one. Yeah. <laughs> number one. That it was, was your really, number one that game. That was very exciting for me. I that's thought very that cool. was so awesome. That's, no, it's nothing super like that's cool. ever happened for me because I'm not really like the face of this you stuff. Are too. You, you are too. Well, you are the one. I am for like the podcast. Isn't this called Natalie and the Boys? Natalie and the Boys. I am for the podcast, but not really like, you know, with I know what you're published saying. designers yeah, and publishers. I know what you're saying I'm not sure. like talking to them like you guys are. You are so. a lot more popular than you ever knew. <laughs> me and Jeff have known the whole time. We keep telling you every damn yep. Okay, every this reminded me of something. Can I just say real quick? <laughs> yeah. I was listening I to the, keep asking us permission the to Board talk. Game Snobs podcast the other day and there was one episode, it may have been like two episodes ago or something, and Enrique was on it and they were like, oh, yeah, this is you know, really they're funny. doing their usual thing with Enrique, like giving him a hard time and interrupting him. And but then like Jerry was also saying how Enrique was like, you know, everybody's favorite on the podcast or whatever. So at the very end of the show, you know, they're like, I'm Gabby, I'm Jerry. And then he's like, I'm Enrique. And then it cuts off and the, and the music starts playing and I just like dies That's laughing. Great. I thought it was so That's funny. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm Those a, guys I'm, are so funny. That's really funny. They're, that podcast, I'm telling you, that's one, like I, I always love it when people are like, like I think it was Nelson from Fantasy and Flights. He was like, I went on to Spotify and I searched board game podcast. That's how I found you guys. I love hearing yeah. that. That's how I found the board game snobs. I just went on yeah. to Podbean, which is where we host our podcast. I think they host it there as well. Yeah. And board, I just typed in board games, and that was the first one that showed up. Yeah, and they have I a listened great to logo. It. It's and it's yeah, it's the logo's great. Things. The music's great. Mm-hmm. It's one of the shows that I feel like Gobby's I great. know I consume. <laughs> yeah, ha- half of the show is great. Yeah, uh, two thirds of the show is great. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I Enrique's consume a lot of like board game stuff, and that's one that I feel like. I know a lot about board games. I'll listen to Secret Cabal and they talk about board games, board games, board games. Yeah. This snobs talk they about board games for ten minutes, board games. and it's and yeah. I like that because they're funny, they're witty, um, and then 
and then they talk about like board games for five minutes that they hate. Is just is like that they hate. It's that's <laughs> no, no, very unique. They show. fit perfectly in. There's nobody that does what they do. Yeah, right. right? And so that's thing, why they're great and they're entertaining. Well, that's the best. I part. say this a lot. I feel like there's you know when you listen to somebody that they should be doing this or yeah. that they shouldn't be doing this. They have the personality. Like, whether, whatever you think about the Dice Tower and Tom Vassell, you watch Tom Vassell's video and you're like, he's doing what he should be doing. Yeah. This is, you know, this is a this is him. This He should be doing this. You know, he's he's got the voice and the talent for this. That's that's how I feel about the board game snobs. You listen to them and you're like, whether you like them yeah. or don't like them, whether you think they're funny, whether you don't, whether you like their content, this is, this is the thing they should be doing. Yeah. You know, they're very natural. They're very genuine. They're very funny. They're very mean. They're very, very, very <laughs> uh, brief and just, just really hilarious. Yeah. So I, I, the board game sounds are fantastic. Um, so that is mind management once again. <laughs> the board game sounds are fantastic. <laughs> so that is mind management. Yeah, that is mind management. <laughs> we got a little off time. Hey, what are you going to do? Jeff, what do you got next, man? Natalie, what's your favorite Uwe Rosenberg game? Pick six. Pick six. No, just What's your one. top six Uve Rosenberg? <laughs> um, let's see. Caverna. Boom. That's one. Yep. Me too. Um, Bonanza. Ooh, that's that's two. Patchwork. Patchwork. Right. Second Chance. Okay. Boom. Um, Go on. Fields of Arrow. All right. Boom. Is that five? Is that five? One more. Come oh, on. man. What else do I like? Come on. You no, can't no even more. get six. I know, I know more <laughs> games, so but I'm like, which ones do I like? I don't. Just name one more. Okay. Feast for Odin. There you go. All right. Good. So that's it. Now Jeff can move on. I've been playing all six of those games. So Why there's a game ask? I don't know if you've played that I just recently played called Glass Road. Have you ever played that? She hasn't. No, but I didn't realize that was Uwe Rosenberg. That oh, is yeah. an Uwe. I've been hearing you guys talking about it, but I didn't. This know is close to a baby Uwe. This came out in 2013. Okay, so old. So this is like a teenage Uwe. You know, Bonanza <laughs> being baby Uwe, this yeah, being teenage like Uwe, and now the newer ones being. Um, it's a big box, but it feels like a small box. Yes, it is a. It's a. It's a quick game that you get a lot of um, like brain power working. Yeah, um, yeah, so it has a, totally. a big game feel in a, in a small amount of time, which is great. So the card I haven't played this game Oof. in like five or six years. I think Bill said it's been at least five because he has been logging his plays, and I didn't five years Eric ago. Eric owned it. Eric owned That's it. That's how we played it. He used to be in our game group. He left. Yeah, we, we replaced him. him the fuck out. Yeah, we Get replaced here, him, jerk. but we didn't replace the game until just recently. Yeah. And I think that Glass Road. We didn't kick him out and keep yeah. his game. Yeah, we should have. You're out of here. You're out. Leave, you Glass leave Glass Road. We get to pick one game that you have to leave here. Um, so this is a now a capstone game, I believe. You can double check that, but I think capstone is now check out checker. Right? And um, so. I just did that. <laughs> click, click, I know. Click, I was click. just la- thought it was funny. Oh, I thought you were like, oh, no, I'll do it. I wasn't trying that. to like pretend it was yeah. my thing. God. God, come on. <laughs> you do come that on, so often, man. though. I just was, thought it was funny, Thanks. so I was repeating yeah. it. Thanks. So I think Capstone has bought a few uh, IPs, I guess I'll call them. Glass Road is one. I know they bought Orleon Ips. after... Uh, Really? Orleon is published by Capstone now? Yeah. Okay, you can double check that if you want. <laughs> Go ahead, Natalie. Go ahead, Natalie. I think so. Well, it sounds better on a real keyboard, so whatever. Uh, I think that was one of the ones when TMG went under that they uh, sold to um, Capstone. So, Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it has a feel of an Uve game. For sure. It looks like an Uve game. The art yes. looks like an Uve game. Mm. You're like working with resources that, you know, it's it's an Uve game. Yeah, it's kind of that Bora, Bora resource wheel yes. thingy. So players start the game with a player board. It's a four by four grid that's covered by either nothing, water, forests which is like bigger or smaller forests I have no fucking <laughs> idea he likes forests there's like green forest and then there's one that looks like it's like just an open area with some trees and it looks yeah, like the fall right I don't know um, <laughs> but anyway you also start so the three of us if we were playing this game would start with the exact same 15 cards 
So I have a hand of 15 cards, 15 cards, 50 cards, and they're all exactly the same. Okay, they all have actions on them. The actions are normal Uve resource manipulation things. Convert resources into this, spend this resource to do that, get two resources, cut down some trees to get some wood, that kind of shit, right? There's also, um, there's an action of buying tiles or building, right? Which then you take from this main board and you buy, you spend those resources to buy the tiles to add to your player grid. Those tiles do things like super convert things and you can do them whenever you want. So maybe you can turn one food into four coal anytime you want on your turn. Um, or they give you end game bonuses or they give you immediate bonuses. So there's like a row of conversion tiles. There's a row of immediate bonuses and there's a row of end game scoring. <clears throat> and you buy those and you add them there. So you can always kind of take off some of those tiles. You can like take off the, the fall forest and then put a tile on there. So you're kind of manipulating your own board using these cards. The card play is where this game is uh, unique. Uh, the card play and this wheel mechanism that I'll talk about. So in each round, players pick five cards they want to use. There's only four rounds in this game. It goes by quick as shit. Yeah. You pick five cards that you hopefully want to use in uh, that round. You will at least use three of them because you will pick them. And you may use two other ones, which sounds weird, but you, know, you can <laughs> figure doesn't it out, sound play weird. the game. Yeah, um, <laughs> so the start player, if I was a start player, I would choose one card from my five and I would play it down in front of me. You would do the same thing. I would then flip over my card and say, I played the slash and burn farmer. If you have the Slash and Burn Farmer in your hand, you also play it. Then we all do the action that's on there if you played that card. So if I played it and Natalie had it in her hand, we would both play it. We do the Slash and Burn Farmer action. Ryan wouldn't do anything because he didn't have the card. Oh. Okay? So now my card in front of me is done. Now Ryan flips over his card. Yay. And Ryan's like, I picked the, I picked the, the cool the guy, farmer. guy farmer. I picked the food, <laughs> food the water, water uh, man. The water man. <laughs> I picked the water I picked man. the water man. <laughs> is this? Are you trying to get me mad like that one episode? No, I'm just trying to be. When um, you're telling me what I'm saying, so I'm saying what I'm you, saying. You, you have. Say you picked the waterman. I picked the waterman. So Ryan picked the waterman, and Natalie's like, I don't have the waterman in my hand, and I'm like, I don't have the waterman in my hand. So Ryan's the only one to pick the waterman. It's just me, just Ryan. <laughs> and Stop Ryan it. gets to do a bonus action. Look at me, Yay. because he's the only one that picked the waterman. No one else did. It was just me. Is that great? So the goal, Natalie's like crying. I know. I know. That's hilarious. Like you the goal of the of of each round basically is to is to try to play all of your five cards, right? You want to get five actions, but you might not, because if I don't have the water got I don't have the water man in my hand, I can't play it, and that's one less card I get to play that so round. So you might think um, like Jeff wants to play the slash and burn. I'm so gonna I'm not gonna my, play yeah. it right now. I'm gonna keep it in my hand so that I can play it and then yeah. play yeah. water. Or what's kinda cool to think about is <laughs> if I have the water man or in front of man. me, if I've played it down in front of me. And Ryan, like if Ryan played it first and I had it in front of me, I don't have to play it because it's not in my hand, but it was in front of me. So I want to maybe play the card at the same time that Ryan plays it because I'll get the super action as well yeah. because it wasn't in my hand. So there's a, a fun aspect of I play, you follow, oh. uh, and then there's some nice timing, right? <laughs> yeah. That just reminded me of I, I, I can never play an I Cut You Choose game No, you again. can't. It's over. We've ruined it for probably everyone. <laughs> we are sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no um so that's that's the game and then the other part of the game is this this game is about the wheel okay so if you look at pictures of it there's a resource wheel yep um it looks like a pizza okay, okay yeah. cut into eight slices or something so think of a pizza cut into slices Space. um <laughs> there's numbers on the inside of uh the pizza and wherever your resource marker is in the pizza it tells you how many resources you have so it starts at zero and goes all the way around to seven okay? yeah okay and so if your coal is on the three pizza slice you have three coal. Three coal. Right? But the there is also an L like that spins around on this wheel. You guys just gotta look at a picture of it, okay? I'm explaining yeah, this poorly, but there's an L it. on it. It almost looks like a clock hand. Yes. Yep. So 
The crazy thing about this game is the moment that a space in front of the L is empty, it immediately turns, meaning that you have used all of your other resources to produce this other resource on the other side of the L. <laughs> right? Does that make sense? So Nelly, she was looking at her phone, and you said, like, other, it's on no other. She, this what she, she's like, what? <laughs> like what? She just looked at me like, I have no fucking clue. I, I hope it. you do. I hope you, I, I hope you know what he said, because I don't. This like verbally explaining this is difficult Doesn't but Ryan work. has played it and yeah, he's probably like I understand yeah, 100% I got that it's yeah. not it's not a difficult concept yeah well, it's, also if you've played Aura Labora they that has it's another one that has a resource wheel it doesn't yeah. work exactly the same but it's you can visualize it's, it in your head and know how it works yeah, yeah so it's it's weird in that um, and what I like about it is it's there's this timing aspect of when do you get a resource because the moment you get a coal if that's the only one in front of the L it's going to rotate your coal's going to go away and you just made a brick so the two resources that you make, Natalie, you get it. Okay? Just get it, Natalie. Stop giggling at Ryan cool and be like, I just love Ryan. He's just so... As long as you're cool, things not making sense. Yeah. It's fine. Who's like, turning into cold? Turn it off and make a break. You get it. Okay? You put one cold there, it turns into a break. Yeah, you just do it. Okay? It's so funny. It's a resource I do what puzzle. It All of that. Yeah, that makes... You just do it. <laughs> My God, just do it. Like everything he says, I'm just like... What the fuck? Makes sense. I'm done talking to you. Um, that was great. Yeah. So what you think? It was good. <laughs> oh you understand that now? Yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> it was good. I get that. We, we're done in an hour. It's four turns. It takes an hour. Who Whose game? Um, four who's, turns? Bill bought, it? Bill bought it? Yeah, it's four rounds. So Each it's round's fast. one turn? You get, four, you get four rounds. It's four rounds. Okay, it's four rounds, Natalie. In each round, you each get round to play round? at minimum three cards, and then you, you get can to maybe follow. play five if you oh, follow okay. other people. Okay. Yeah. Why do you? So care? did Devin play this? No. Oh. I played a game that was Bill. It's Bill's game. It's not right. Jeff's game. I just asked him that. <sighs> Bill has it. This is again. It's a big box game because right. It's the same size as like uh, Caverna and stuff like that. I think it's not as wide as Caverna. Yeah, I guess it's, it's, a little it's like thinner. a normal. It's like your normal tall kind of like Sagrada box. But um, it's a. It's a. It's got that small box feel, but it still has a lot of game in there. It does. It has a lot of game. It has a lot of game in terms of like the timing. Like I said, of when yeah. do I convert something into something? Because I want. I want two brick, but I also want this. And if I get more of that, it's gonna get me. Less brick. I'm gonna have to spend one. And that that card it's, play. It's, I forgot how cool that card. The card play, play was. is so because you're also you're looking at everybody else and you have to think about what other people are doing when you pick your cards. Yeah. Um. At least when you pick some of your off cards, right? You have three that you want to do, but maybe I'm looking around and go, Ryan has to cut down some of his trees. If I pick the the tree yeah, he's cutter, probably down gonna pick die, that too. I get to then do it, right? Um, I also like that if you're the only one to pick it, which means that your strategy is kind of maybe going in a different direction, that you get like a bonus. And no one else so does. So you can surprise yeah, right. pick it. Uh, surprise, it, motherfucker. It's surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. So, surprise, um, motherfucker. Hard eyes, motherfucker. <laughs> so it's got, I think it has a lot of, of good to it. I think that if it was longer, it would just be crunchier and cause like a lot of AP. Yeah. And if you don't like resource conversion, if you don't like... Um, I do. Hallertau and you don't like the Uwe games yeah, of like still. turning stuff into stuff. You're not. This is not going to hit. Where do you? Part of those where games. do you uh, rank it as far as Uwe games? Great question. It's a good Great question. question. I don't know because I really like his like big box games, and it, it's so hard for me to rank his games because it's like I love Bonanza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, don't rank it. But don't include Bonanza. I like, would include put it in the category of to... like I would put it along with um, Hallertau in terms of how the game feels. Where okay. you're just getting shit, and then you have to turn but that shit like into Hallertau other shit. Better? Um, I liked Hallertau better because it felt it's like a bigger game. 
Yeah. There was bigger payoff, but this has a pretty decent payoff in only four rounds. Four rounds, sorry. I Three remember rounds. liking it. I only played it once, so <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to say. I, yeah. I put it below a lot of his other big box games with the caveat of I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. It's, there's nothing. There was nothing bad about it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I know. It's yeah, it's hard for me because I haven't well, played a lot of the other. Are, a lot of his, his are probably too. of those kind of his games are probably kind of similar. So like while they're all because they're similar, they're all good. But it's just not me. Yeah, that's as, that's a good yeah. point. And it is you easier just don't to like it as much. It's as easier to rank ones. them because of that too. I think yeah. a lot of people they have their favorite Uve game, and it's it's Caverna, it's Agricola, it's yeah, Feast for Odin. Feast for Odin. They already yeah. and. That's what they think of because it's that big box game. But I do think you get you get a good feeling of Uwe Rosenberg in an hour. Yeah, it's quick. And that's cool. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so it might cool. it stand it stands on its own, but I don't know if I would say like it's my favorite or it's the top whatever. But I would definitely play it because the wheel's fun to manipulate. The cards are really fun to play. Dave Dave did well in the game and he he was like, he's like, this is not my type of game. He's like, my head's exploding over here trying yeah. to figure out what to do and when to do it. And Bill and I, this is like our game. Yeah, you were, Bill and yeah, I like sings convert. And it's also Natalie, another one of these games, you score no points in this game. Really? You sc- so Bill had 26, I had 24, and 26 is good. You score between 20 and 30, you're doing well. Um and then Dave and Joe had 13 or 12. Like yeah. it yeah. was it, it feels Joe like Joe somehow had $90 again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it feels like uh, you played at Gates Loyang, right? Once. Yep. That is another one where you're like, you oh, score I have, like I have, I have twelve. Yeah, 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 that's amazing. Yeah, or it's like you have twelve. Right. I have thirteen. Thirteen above you. twelve. Yeah. yeah, right. I destroyed you. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it has that kind of really tight, low scoring, resource management-y conversion uh, Uve game. So, Do you remember your first play of it? I remember the wheels. I I didn't remember the cards as much, but I definitely the remember bus. the timing of the wheels because that was what I was like. I really like. Yeah, I like that part of it. But, yeah, because. It, Taking resource at different times matters instead of just like, let me get a bunch of shit mm-hmm. and then convert it into things. It was, I need to figure out when I need to get that because now I need a brick and I don't need this food or coal or whatever now. Got it. No. And then, you know, <laughs> so, so I like that. That was a fun challenge. And now playing it again, I'm like, I really like the card play too. That was what I remember the card play. And there's tiles too, right? That you're the tiles down. are the, what you buy to put. That's on what your you have the power. Draw. I yeah. remember putting the tiles on your board, but you, don't you have to like remove stuff on your board to you make can, room? You can always remove them whenever you want. Or some of the cards will tell you to remove them to get something. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why I remember it liking it. Glass road. Glass road. The, the two big, the two big things that you are making, like the, the best resources in that thing, which is inside the L that nobody understands, um, is you're using all of one resource to make glass and you're using oh. all of another resource to make brick. Oh, okay. So those are like the most important things. Those are used to buy some of the bigger tiles. Gotcha. So all your resources convert into glass or brick, which is the glass road. Yeah. It's got that same thing too. Like every Uve game seems to have the exact same cardstock. Yeah. The thickness of that cardstock is what I all. If the samurai ever gets produced, I want it to be that yeah. thickness of the yeah. board. Oh, it's so good. Very yep. cool. So that's glass road. You think capstone? puts that one out now yeah well i'm saying if there you can't is. have dual layer player boards get the uve thick if you can't have dual layer player board, get the UV. but i do think one. though T-H-I-C-C. if you can get dual layer player boards you should, you should. always I do that <laughs> I, I would i would suggest that um so jeff uh usually before the podcast starts we play a game last uh episode uh we played uh, demeter right yep. Yep. Yeah. That's not wrong, is it? Yes. This episode, Jeff brought over a new game that he got from Board and Dice called Mandala Stones. Nelson Mandala Stones. Nelson Mandala Stones. <laughs> <I'm thinking that laughs> now, uh, this game, if you've seen pictures, 
is beautiful. I have been wanting to play this specifically from the pictures. When you see a picture of it, it's just a board with a bunch of Bakelite circles in different colors with different patterns on them. So if you know, a mandala is like a big like um, like pattern made in like sand, I think, or made of sand maybe. It's like this huge like swirling pattern, okay? We had, Natalie and I had the two-player card game Mandala, mm-hmm. which was all about making these these patterns, okay? It's a geometric fig- configuration of symbols. Okay. I, for some reason, I thought there was something with sand in it, but maybe maybe sometimes they're in sand, but it doesn't have to be. Um, okay, so theme kind of be damned in this game. This is a pure abstract strategy type of game, okay? And this reminded me a lot of a game I talked about after Gen Con called Gorinto, which I'll talk about in a little bit, but the way this works is you seed the board at the beginning of the game. There's a bunch of different spots, and they each get four of these little... Mandala stones, <laughs> these little bake light <laughs> yeah. circles, and you're yeah. stacking them up, okay? And then in the middle of some of these stones, there are these pillars. On your turn, what you're going to do is you're either going to take some of those stones by moving one of those pillars in between, uh, like, orthogonally adjacent to the stacks of stones, yep. and you're going to take whatever stones are on top of these uh, stacks that match the symbol on the token that you moved which that was probably very confusing for you. Uh, once you take there's those stones... There's an shaped thing, and there's a wheel, <laughs> and, and a then teeth. the wheel spins. Once it's gone, it, it's gonna, it, it, the stone falls off and makes a brick. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you, you, when you move that pillar and you take stones, uh, you stack those stones up. Uh, there's a certain rule that makes you stack them up. And then you're putting them on your personal player board in one of five spaces. That is really where the crux of the game is there because the five spaces that you're deciding where to put your stones matter because each space has a different way that it will eventually score points for you. And you can score points in one of two ways. You can either name a color. So let's say I have stones on four of those five spots on my player board and on three of those stacks, the color blue is on top. You're always um, evaluating from top down. So what you can see. So I would say, okay, I'm going to score blue. I now score the three stacks that have blue on top on my player board, depending on what scoring thing those stacks are on. So my one scoring stack might have one blue stone only. And the way you score that is, it says, if you have one stone only on here, you get four points. If you have two stones, you get three. Three and four stones stacked up, you only get one point. And so that stone, because I only have one blue, would score four points. I'd move my score up four, and then I'd evaluate the next stack that has blue. Okay. Once I evaluate and score points for all those blue stacks, I then take each blue stone, because remember they're on top, off of those stacks and put them on the central game board. This is going to act as the timer for the game. So as soon as you score points for a color, you put those stones on the central game board and it's going to, this, this board mimics the mandala. It's going to like spiral out and it's really cool thing. It looks really cool as you're building it. And so once a predetermined uh, spot on the board is covered up by a stone and that's dependent on the number of players, the game ends. uh, We finish the round and then we get, there's like these end game victory point scar- point cards. You can score one of those, and then whoever has the most points wins. That's it in a nutshell. Um, the game is very simple to play, but it's got a lot of juicy and crunchy decisions to make. So, as I explained before at the beginning, when you're taking tiles, so you're either taking or you're scoring. That's what you're doing on your turn. If you're t- when you're picking tiles from the board, you're putting that token in the middle. Um, 
you know, and it's surrounded by stacks of mandala stones, you're only allowed to take mandala stones that match the symbol on that on the token that you moved. So there's two different symbols on mandala stones. There's either this one pattern or Circles this or one pattern with a circle. We call them. Yeah, yeah, circle and snowflakes. Right. So there's like a snowflake pattern, and then we'll say there's another like snowflake pattern, but there's a circle around it. Okay. Yeah. So it's either every mandala stone in the entire game either has one of those two symbols. And so when you put that token to take the symbols, you can only take the mandala stones that match the symbol of that pawn that you put. And you can either take uh, one all the way up to four. All right, but if there's another, if there's another one of those like uh, tokens next to one of the stones that you want to take, you can't take it, right? And you also have to take everything that you can. So if you just want one stone to put in that one scoring spot to get those four points, but the the token you put down, there's two stones with symbols that you can take. You have to take both symbols, and so it creates a lot of interesting dynamics of. What do I want to take? When do I want to take it? Because it's not always advantageous for you to take as many stones as you can. And that's what I really, really liked about the game. It's not just about whoever whoever, whoever can figure out a way to take the most stones wins the game. You're taking stuff because the way that you can score on your personal player board, each one of those ways to score needs a different amount of stones or a different amount of colors and... Um, or a different number of stat, and it's just really cool to kind of game that. Also, another really cool thing about it is after you score, you take off the top layer of those stacks and put them on the player board, so that then reveals new colors. So you kind of need to be cognizant about when you're taking stones, you want to take them in such a way and stack them up so that you have like colors constantly on different layers. Mm -hmm. Because what what does matter is you want to try to score as many stones of one color on your personal player board as you can, because that will give you the most points. So if I have five spots on my player board, I, want, I would like to, uh, to try to get all five of those spots or four or something filled with the same color stone so I can evaluate every single one of those scoring situations, okay? Um, and it's just, I really enjoyed it. I really like abstract strategy games, first of all. I love them. This reminded me a lot of a game I loved called Gorinto, which is it's very similar. You're stacking up different colors. You're scoring them in different ways. Um, it works really well with we played it with three players just now. And again, it was our only first it was only our first play, but it went very quickly. I mean, it wasn't a long play because your turn takes. Yeah. I mean, if you have a long turn, you're thinking for 30 seconds. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like a half hour game. It's not yeah. a long game. It's 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 kind of it's worse to maybe set up. You know, if there's any mark against it, you have to you have to reach in and seed the board and 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 there's for eight, there's like a ton of these stones and you have mm-hmm. to put every single one of them but out you're of only the board doing it at the beginning and that's it only happens at the beginning, which is cool. But it's you know whenever you have to seed a board with a ton of different stuff, it's annoying. Gorinto has yeah. exactly the same thing. You're just like you have to put them all out, the squares, and stack yeah. them all up, and it's really yeah. frustrating. This is better than Gorinto in that way because in Gorinto you have these squares and they have like they interconnect. Right. So they don't fall over, but they interconnect in the bag. Yeah, that's oh, so this one like is just bake light circle stones. That will never happen. You just yeah. grab four and stack them up and put them on. The stones are so freaking beautiful. They feel so cool because they're bake light. I would think if you can get a bake light component, you should always get a bake light component. <laughs> I think always. over. So we recommend dual layer player boards and bake light components. That's a good point, actually. If you can get dual layer player boards, <laughs> you should always do uh, that always, too. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I would say that. So this game for me huge thumbs up. I loved this game. I I love abstract strategy games. This is one of the more beautiful ones there are. The Gip series has beautiful games. Jeff has Yinch, and Yinch is just black and white, but it's 
fucking beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's a, a, beautiful in simplicity, right? And it's I think what that's I what's so cool about these games. Mandala Stones goes a little bit further than that. It adds a bunch of color. There's color in it. When you see the box, it just looks so good. Seeing it, it's got really nice table presence. And I enjoyed it a lot. Um, what did you guys think? Natalie, clockwise? Um, I, I enjoyed it too. Um, my favorite part about the game, I think, is the very simple rules of just you know you're either picking based on the picking rules or you're scoring based on the scoring rules and it's like that simple but there's also the hidden complexity of what is the best thing to do because both of those things are like i said simple to do but then you have to like ryan said you know okay if i want to pick this stack you know, I really want two tiles to place in this spot, but I can I is there anywhere I can go that gets two tiles and gets me the colors that I want? Right. You know, and so you're like trying to plan, but you also have limited options, and you know, then you're you also have to make a decision like, do I keep picking or do I just go ahead and score because the game's gonna end soon? You know, and we might be running out of time, and you know, which way do I score this color or this color? Which one's gonna give me the most points? And if I do this, then am I gonna get on a spot and the board that's gonna give me extra? You know, so like, like while it's very simple and really when you're even making the decisions, they're not that hard to to figure out. Like Ryan said, like you're you're not gonna sit there thinking a ton on your turn it's simple enough to do it quickly but there's also enough like meat there to make it not um to make it like a game game yep. you know to make it challenging and enjoyable um so that was my favorite part of the game and plus you know like you said it's pretty handling the tiles a little spiral um yeah on the main board board yeah. and and <laughs> the uh Mandala. but yeah i thought it was i thought it was a really good light lighter game i thought it was fun I really liked it. I thought it was um, sometimes abstract strategy games like they blow my mind up. Where when I'm playing Yinch, I'm just like, yeah, what I could the just hell get do caught I do? up? And I, yeah. I never, I never felt like that playing this, which I yes, I appreciated. I appreciated that this was a, a lighter feeling abstract strategy game, but also had some good depth. Yeah, I, you can't do whatever you want to. Right, like Yinch, you can kind of like, okay, I can kind of go wherever I want. And I probably can't lose the game in like two moves, All of like a sudden. I can in Yinch. Yeah. Um, where I need to look at when I'm playing Yinch, like I need to look at my move and your move, and then three moves ahead. And this, mm -hmm. this, this, I need to be a little more tactical because the board changes after everybody's turn because yeah. people are taking things and moving those artist uh, pillars around, and that changes the board. It is. Absolutely beautiful. Components are wonderful. I put it in the weight class of um, Azul and Sagrada. Yeah. And it reminds me a little bit of the top down that all that matters uh, of the game Reef. If you mm -hmm. remember how to play Reef. Mm -hmm. I think some of our listeners really like the game Reef. Uh, this has that where you're in Reef, you're scoring looking down and go, oh, I have, I have three blues on top and this. So that reminded me a lot of that. And you stack them up so that that had that, a Reef feel to me. I think the scoring... Aretha Franklin. Each individual scoring column I thought was very cool. How you take the stones off and you then make a decision of, all right, I want these ones. Where do I put them on my board that's going to make the most sense for it to score? I liked that you also, when you take the tiles off the board, you have to be, you have to know what order you want them in. You have to mm -hmm. think about the order of how you take them off because not only, like Ryan said, are you setting up your top, but you also want to set up your second row. Yeah. Because if you have four blue ones on top, and then when you take all the blue ones off, you have a bunch of different colors, you now almost have to restart. Yep. Yeah. Um, so trying to set up like almost like combinations of like, I'm going to score two out of the next three rounds. Mm -hmm. I like that there was a timing aspect of when to score, 
because there were numerous times Ryan looked at the board and he was like, I need to score. He's like, oh, I don't want to score because if I score, I'm going to set Natalie up for the bonus points on the scoreboard. Yeah. And yep. Natalie was like, yeah, why don't you score? Why don't you score, bro? Why don't you score? I get yep. the two points while you get the one yep. point. And I think that that matters. That creates some interaction in in a game that might just be. It did. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. there was a specific moment you were like, I'm going to score two. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm finally going to get a two. And you were like, actually, maybe I won't yet. And I was like, oh, <laughs> he doesn't want to give me that plus two, yeah. which mattered because yeah. the scores at the end were very close. Yep. We were within five points of each other, I think, was first and last place. I think place. so, yeah. So it, um, was, it, was, it was cool. There are two, you get two um, end game scoring cards at the beginning, and a lot of games make you discard one. It's like you look at it and then you discard one. Uh, you get to keep those two cards throughout the entire game and then score one of them at the end, which I really liked because in games like this, you can just completely get fucked on like a last turn or something yeah. or go, well, I'm, I'm just going to pick this one because I don't know how to play the game. And then you're like, I would never have gotten it. But I like that you're working toward two different things if you want. you Throughout most of the game, I was trying to set up both of them, right? Like, all right, how can I do this? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, go, all right, I can for sure do this one. I think we all ended up getting one, we of, did. Our, yeah. one of our things that I thought was great. On a, on a tiny thing, I appreciated that these Bakelite tiles were two-sided, that you didn't have to take them out of the bag and then put them on oh, there and then orient that. them in the same way. I didn't way. notice that either. Um, because if I, if I think about... That would have been If annoying. it was just one that side, like then all of a sudden we have to flip over oh, yeah, a bunch of Yeah, no way. That would have so been, been ridiculous. Someone obviously thought of that. Yeah. I love that it only takes 30 minutes. I thought Ryan would like it because I thought this was kind of his wheelhouse it type is. of game. I loved it. Yeah. Um, it's a winner for me. It's going to stay around for sure. I'm going to give it a, a try with Devin. Uh, she doesn't normally love these type of games, but I also think it would be a hit um, with the game group, just a really quick way mm-hmm. to end the night. So I would give it a thumbs up for show. Yeah, pick this one up, I think. It's it's yeah. it's very... Um, this is not going to be a game you play and you're going to be like, fuck this game. Right. I hate this game. It's no, You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like a well-watered fern. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, it's not going to give you... Yeah. It's a very, yeah, I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to talk a little bit about a buddy of the show. His name is Thomas Schmidt, goes by the name Osgore. 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 Thomas is great. A magnificent member of our Game Casters community. He's doing something really cool to bring awareness to a day that you guys might not know about. It's called Rare Disease Day. Rare Disease Day is an observance held on the last day of February, so the 28th, to raise awareness for rare diseases and improve access to treatment and medical representation for individuals with rare diseases and their families. Osgore is running a board game challenge for the Rare Disease Day, and um, I'll tell you in a minute how it's going to work, but it's really cool. So Thomas's son was born with a rare disease called congenital diaphragmatic hernia, and he's head of the German charity for this disease, which is www.cdh slash v-e-r-e-i-n dot d-e. I'll say it one more time. www.cdh dash v-e-r-e-i-n dot d-e. He wants to raise awareness for all rare diseases out there. So for Rare Disease Day, buildings worldwide, I didn't know this, are lit up in the colors of the day, which is pink, green, blue, and purple. And people all over the world are invited to get creative with these colors and spread awareness for the rare diseases. So what Osgore would love is to combine his love for board games with the awareness for Rare Disease Day. Uh, we're going to use the hashtag board games for rare diseases. Okay, hashtag board games for rare diseases. And the challenge is going to use the colors of the day, which are pink, green, blue, and purple again. And what Osgore is asking for everybody to do is to make a picture with something board game related, um, components, board game boxes, whatever you want, 
that are using those colors. Again, pink, green, blue, and purple. And if you can use the hashtag board games for rare diseases, uh, this is a really, really cool way to get all of us in the community together to raise awareness for something near and dear to Thomas Osgore's heart. So let's all support both Osgore, his son, and everyone out there afflicted with a rare disease and make a post on February 28th, again, using pink, green, blue, and purple, and the hashtag board games for rare diseases. I'd like to talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. It's very exciting, due also in large part to the merch store there. Yes, we've got a merch store, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. There you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, the Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters possibly the best way to interact with all of us though is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people so check out our discord server Everyone's favorite 10 to 15 minutes of the show is back this episode with another rousing look into the Instagram inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. I'm back. I missed last episode, Natalie, remember? Yep. Well, I'm back now. I'm applauding your back. I'm back with the Instagram inbox and... This could be one of Ryan's favorite Instagram inboxes. Ooh. I went on the gram that no one calls it. <laughs> IG. They used to. I went on Instagram and I I asked for a dad joke slash oh, one-liner. Baby. Ryan loves his dad jokes. And the one-liner dad jokes are the best. <laughs> so, I love one-liners. A one-liner is so So great. I got some great answers. <laughs> okay. So I'll pause in between. Sometimes you, you got to get <laughs> Sometimes you got to get cadence right on some of these, yeah, right? Cuz a lot of them are like puns or punny sort of. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if I mess up the cadence of something, just laugh along, okay? We're going to laugh. No <laughs> just what. laugh um, anyway. Okay. So I'm going to give some shout outs to people. I've also looked up some of my own and grabbed a few that I 
nice. thought were absolutely hilarious. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> so maybe I'll end with those. I'll start with the peoples. Okay. I'll start with the peoples. Start with first. Get better at the end. <laughs> so I will. No, no, no. It's not that. Yeah. So I'm going to start with Swoozle. Okay. Okay. Swoozle. Oh, current go. gamer of the week. Current gamer of the week. <laughs> don't you hate when some, when, sorry. Don't you hate when someone answers their own questions? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Like you get it? Yeah. You guys get it? I get, I get it. it. I don't good. think orthopedic shoes would help, but I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Follow <laughs> your drink, Chris. <laughs> That's so good. So if you guys don't know, on the Twitch channel, um, you can spend channel points to make me do things. <laughs> and oh, one of the things yucky. you can make me do yucky. is you can spend. I think it's like five hundred channel points. And I'll tell dad jokes. Yep. So this is near and dear to me. That's that's hilarious. Okay, that one was... <laughs> well, on top of that, he like follows these dad joke Instagrams and he's constantly like... They're so he's like, Check this funny. Really I'm like, funny. how do they keep doing it? I know, they just keep coming up with yeah. it. Yeah. So John Kalinske said a couple last night and I was like, you need to send me these in yes. because they're so funny. <laughs> okay. People often say icy is the easiest word to spell and looking at it now, I see why. <laughs> <laughs> I see why. <laughs> John with another one. I recent I was recently asked who's my favorite vampire, and I said, you know, that Muppet from Sesame Street. They told me he doesn't count, and I replied, I assure you he does. <laughs> one. Get it? Two, yeah, the count. <laughs> yeah. Now I was like, I get it. I know. Next Move time. on. Move <laughs> on to the next one. Where's the mom jokes? <laughs> Swoozle is also reading a great book about an immortal dog. It is impossible to put down. <laughs> will glass coffins ever become popular remains to be seen <laughs> you can see their remains through the glass yeah you like natalie. that one she was, yeah. she, natalie she keeps shrugging at me like i don't get it She's no like, i'm not these jokes. i get them they're more like yeah some they're of them dad are like, jokes i know they're funny but the, at the same time like Sometimes Here to me, go. like they're not like laugh out loud. They're funny. not funny they're, enough. They're right. kind of no, not no, no. They're more go. just like just Welcome like oh not funny yeah, with <laughs> like that kind of thing. The mad board game. No, it's funny, but it's <laughs> just like oh yeah, that dad. <laughs> Kelly Geek yeah. Sheet Gamer asked the question, Nelly. How do you organize a space party? You how? plan it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you plan it. Better half reviews. Allison, six thirty is the best time, hands down. Because <laughs> both hands are pointed yeah. down. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones from Allison. What do the movies Sixth Sense and Titanic have in common? What? what? I see dead people. Oh my gosh. Another I see dead people. And then icy. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Allison's last one. I just grabbed a kid's meal at McDonald's. Him and his mom were so mad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the charity board gamer. It's very rare for me to do a steak joke. They're just <laughs> never well done. <laughs> the Gamecasters account sent me what? one. What? Oh, You've got to hand it to blind prostitutes. <laughs> That's Ryan's favorite. That's the best one. Oh my God. <laughs> the one-liner ones is so funny. Got to hand it to blind prostitutes. Well, it's funny. The best part is like, it just like takes a second. And you're like, it always yeah. takes you're a like, second. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And then you're like, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Trivia Geek on Instagram said, I just learned that ah isn't a word and I can't tell you how mad I am. That's what oh, that yeah, one is. I saw so that one. Good. Yeah, I just like that one. Emily, M Stop, uh, she just told us that this is something like as a kid that her basically when anybody a kid ever said like, I'm cold or bored or hungry, that her dad would be like, Oh, nice to meet you, hungry. I'm Greg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah like that's that. a that typical is dad, dad, dad joke. Yep. Yeah. 
I'm horny. This is from Hi Horny, I'm Dad. This is through Ew. a fat a fat guy eating burritos account, but this is Kim. Okay. Okay. What do you call fake spaghetti? An impasta. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's funny. funny. Uh, Dan also said I launched a T Rex from a catapult yesterday. I wanted to see a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Big sus yo. I don't know who this is. Okay. New to the inbox. Big Welcome. Sus, yeah. Big sus yo. How does a penguin build his house? It glues it together. <laughs> Igloo. Oh. Igloos it together. <laughs> it glues it together. I got it there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we got a lot from Emotional Cyborg. Okay. Let's, I want to sort them out here. Um, she said, are you cows? It's past your bedtime. Like pasture. Are you pasture bedtime? Pasture bedtime. bedtime. I got yeah. it. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Wait. She okay. also said I burned twenty five hundred calories yesterday because I forgot to take the brownies out of the oven. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Good job. All right. Janelle. I got. What do I got from Swoozle here? I got another one. The shovel was truly a groundbreaking invention. <laughs> but let's Literally. not forget about yeah. the broom which swept the nation. <laughs> Wait, who's this? Swoozle. Okay, of course it is. <laughs> I know. Um, my wife kicked me out of the house for my bad Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions, but don't worry, I will return. <laughs> Get it? See, Natalie, you yeah. like that one. Yeah. That was an LOL from Natalie there. All right, I got some from the plurp from okay. Steven. Plurp, plurp. Let me get one. I regret getting ketchup in my eyes. Hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I recently got a butler some replacement teeth. He's an indentured servant. Oh. <laughs> um, I oh I ordered I ordered a book on clocks today. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> These are flurpies. Yeah, this is so good. Um, I got uh, one from Jim. I went to buy ten bees from the pet store the bees? other day. Bees. <laughs> He gave me 11. I said, I only need 10. The guy said, don't worry, last one's a freebie. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. All right, and these are some of the ones. So that was the ones I got as, oh no, I got one from, I got one from Jared, from Meeple Mentor. Freebie. Um, You know, you know, uh, the movie E.T.? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what is E.T. short for? Um, because he's a little alien. Yeah, because he's got small legs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why is he short? (laughs) Yeah, I heard that one. Um, Two men broke into a drugstore and stole all the Viagra. The police oh. are on lookout for two hardened criminals. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. That's from Jerry? No, this, I just, these are the ones that okay, I found. That's these are really good. I'm studying climate change in college because one degree can make all the difference. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend and I laugh about how competitive we are, but I laugh harder. Get it? Because they're yeah. competitive. That's, they're competitive. What, that's, that's like, yeah, I'll be a Ryan one. <laughs> yeah. The only thing flat earthers have to fear... The sphere itself. <laughs> sphere? Sphere. Sphere itself. <laughs> That's funny. You know what? To whoever invented the zero, thanks for nothing. <laughs> no, you guys heard about these new corduroy so pillows? Good. I They're making heard... headlines. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Oh, okay. yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> like on your face. <laughs> yep. On your head, actually. Yep, on your head. Yeah. So I came across this website oh, of this local gosh. orphanage. They didn't even have a homepage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Oh, oh, oh. oh, gosh, that's great. Do not touch must be one of the most terrifying things to read in Braille. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Um, okay, this is, all right, this is, I got a couple of my favorite ones at the end here. The thief that stole my iPhone, he could FaceTime. 
<laughs> oh my god um, i was gonna tell you a time traveling joke but you guys didn't think it was funny <laughs> you, but oh, you already did it. It. And then went back in time. <laughs> okay just so everyone's clear i'm gonna put my glasses on <laughs> the one-liners are the best and then here's one. my here's my favorite one we'll end it on this one you know people who people who buy sex dolls are fucking dummies <laughs> <laughs> And then, Two facts, one. one joke. Uh, yep. <laughs> I feel like so I've heard I them all for, now. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Dad jokes and one liners a little bit. Heard them all. Funny because um, I feel like I've heard so many and like only these like were all one, like good new ones. One or two were like ones I've heard before. Yeah. Agreed. Holy <laughs> shit, that was hilarious. I don't know what my favorite one was. There was one that you read from Janelle that just. <laughs> The brownie one. I the burned 2,500 yeah. calories. I burned 2,500 calories. I burned brownies. I think Janelle like made that <laughs> one. That's so oh, I got a couple. Oh, I, got, oh, I, got, I got one more from Suzel. Someone I like. just came in? Okay. I got, no, I got one more from Suzel. <laughs> okay. Like. What did Yoda say when he saw himself in 4K? <laughs> HDMI. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, that's it. I get it. Natalie hates <laughs> it. Natalie, I, I don't it. hate Oh, my it. God. She hates our gamer of the week. Poor <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> what? For today's game of the episode, I've got a game to us from current gamer of the week who oh. Natalie fucking hates. What? <laughs> Named Swoozle. Why do now, you this say is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Swoozle has come up with a bunch of board games for you guys to guess. You're going to have five clues for each game, okay? Maybe. If you get the game on the first most difficult clue, you get five points. Okay. If you don't get it until the final easiest clue, you still get one point. Sound good? Yeah. yeah. Each I'm going to go back and forth, okay? It, each of you are going to get your own <laughs> okay. game with your own clues. Okay, so no and then bell, we'll alternate. no working Right, together. no bell, no working together, right? Okay. Are you guys ready? We're going to start with Natalie. Here many, I, we're going to call this game. how many we each have total? Um, five I'm just going to kind of go back. Okay, Let's see. Yeah, I'm not sure how many he's got here. Ten, okay. ten or more. Do we get a free guess? Like, if we get it, can we guess after the first one if we're wrong? Do we get to keep going? Or should we be a strictly you, one guess thing? One yeah, that's a good question. Clue? Well, no, no, think? not per clue. No, we'll do, yeah, I think I think one guess and you're done. If you, So make sure you got it. Oh, really? You want to do differently? What you want it to be as easy say? as possible. The swizzle who the person you hate. Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> he just kind of was like, here, here you go. Here you go. You can do it however you want to. Okay. All right. I, I was thinking to? one clue. We'll see how it goes. We're going to kind of get into it and see how it goes. Uh, this game I'm calling the swizzling. Ooh, the swizzling. <laughs> okay. Like Starting with Natalie. Are you ready, Natalie? Okay. Yeah. So it's a board game. This is the hardest clue. Okay. All right. Clue number one. Five. <laughs> so you can That's pretty vague Yep You want to go to the next clue Five So if you get it right now You'll score five points Are you keeping score? Yeah I'll keep Okay going. You'll score five points If you don't just... I want to go to the next Alright next clue Clue number two Six <laughs> David Smoozle <laughs> Oh boy Five and then six The next one might be seven The next one's seven Smoozle We might have problems I don't think I think I I think I have it. I'm gonna write down. Jeff, yeah, yeah. Five. If Natalie doesn't guess it, Jeff, you can steal. I'm making that up right now. Okay. But at the five. end. Or what if no, you think it you wrong, know it now? Yeah, if, yeah. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, if she, she guesses it wrong, wrong. You can steal. I can try steal, yeah. but I don't get any more clues. You're right. No more clues. Right. Yeah. If she guesses it wrong, you can steal at the current points though. Um, You're good yeah. at that current. Give point. me the next. All right. Clue number three. Seven. Are you serious? Come on. You can think. You extrapolate and think of think of think <laughs> your advice is to think yeah i didn't think of if that. you think about it maybe you'll, you'll you get five it. clues right five right. six seven well it's probably eight nine or something though. 
Okay. So yeah, I think five, six, six seven, eight. Nine. You're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Ten, eleven, we'll right back. The Do you want to go to the next clue? I don't know. <laughs> I'm nervous. I, I only know. get one guess. You only get one guess, and then you right now. And then the game's over, and you lose if you yep, get it wrong. That's all it. And then there's no more. You have to go home. <laughs> what are you thinking there? You want the next clue? It might be different. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to guess. All right. <laughs> I think I'm wrong. Yep, go ahead, guess. 10. Why do you think you're wrong? Yes, that's correct. Really? Was that Yay. your guess? Yeah. Clue it wasn't. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. The answer is 10. Okay. That wasn't had, your guess? I had number 9 written down. Oh, oh. number 9 would have been good, too. the last clue was 9. Okay. Yep. So you got 3 points. Yeah, so the last clue doesn't give it yeah. to you. But yeah, right. so you got it on clue 3. So that's 3 points. Okay, Jeff, you ready? Okay. Clue number one. This is your five-point clue. It's an anagram. Do you know what an anagram is? Yep. Okay. Salmon griller is the anagram. What? Yep. Salmon griller. Yep. Salmon griller. Salmon griller. (laughs) Hmm. Remember, Natalie, we're we're going to say you can steal if he guesses it wrong. I don't know what an anagram is. So anagram is where you, yeah, those letters are scrambled, and they could they could create they'll create what it is. Mm Hmm. Salmon griller. Mm. Salmon griller. Delicious. (laughs) That does sound delicious. I I I do the cooking at my house, so I am the salmon griller. You are, yeah, me too. Maybe it's about me. Yeah, probably. Okay. Ready for clue number two? I'll I'll do another. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're probably gonna want clue number three, but maybe not. Clue number two. The German name for this game is Wurfelwelten. Wurfelwelten. You spell that? Yeah. W u r f e l. W e l t e n. Man, friggin' Osgars. They uh, Osgar already knows it. Thomas already. Knows it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wurfelwelten. Okay. There is a word. One of the two words. I think you would already know. Yeah, one of those two words you've probably seen in a bunch of different German games of this type. That's my clue for you. Wuffenheimer. <laughs> You want clue three? Nelly, do you know it yet? No. Yeah, I'll take clue three. Okay. Two of the chunkiest cuboids you'll ever see. Oh, I know. Um, I know it. Uh, rolling realms. Rolling realms. Okay. <laughs> three points. Three all right, points. all right, all right. Very good, very good. Tie all right, three. Nelly, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Clue number one. Five point clue. An anagram as well. Wartier inductees. W A R T I E R. Like many warts. I just did. W A R T I E R. Wartier inductees. Inductees? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of letters. Yep, that's the anagram. It's not 10. <laughs> Wartier inductees. You get inducted into the Wart Hall of Fame. Exactly, the Wart Hall of Fame for you. You wart bearded freak. You wart bearded freak. <laughs> this is in here, you freak. <laughs> Let me know if you want Next clue number two. Clue. All right, number two. You better have some installation plans for your desalination plants. <laughs> She's staring right at me. Installation installation plans? You better have some installation plans for your desalination plants. This is clue two, the four-point clue. People are good at thinking of those, uh, what are those mixy letter things? Anagrams? Yeah. I know. I wonder if he, well, he might put it into an anagram maker. No, no, he's our gamer of the week. He's better than that. He's better. He does that himself. <laughs> I have the answer. That is good. Ooh, did you hear that? Plans. Jeff knows it. Taunting. You do? He's taunting you. 
Would you like clue number three? Insulation plans for the desalination plants. <laughs> yes. Number three, subaquatic megalopolis. Underwater city. Underwater city. Yeah. You, knew it, you knew it from the second one? Yeah. Very good. You guys are getting them on, on the clue, the third clue. <laughs> yeah. Third clue seems the to be sweet the... spot. Although Jeff would have got it on clue two. Yeah. All right, here we go, Jeff. You ready? Sure. Another German name, Flugelschlag. Oh, I feel like I know this. Flugelschlag. Um, wingspan. Yes! Whoa! Wingspan. Five points for Jeff. Flugelschlag. I would not I have gotten it because it's called Flugelschlag. Flugelschlag. Good How job. How did you know? You've I don't seen know. it that I've way. I've been somehow. hanging out with Thomas. <laughs> yeah. The second clue was still waiting for the NSFW expansion featuring the Dick, the Dick Kessel. Masked booby, Himalayan <laughs> snowcock, and fluffy backed tit babbler. Totally <laughs> there are a lot of tits in there. Yeah, there's a lot of tits in there. Boobies yeah. in there. Boobies. <laughs> All right, Natalie, are you ready? Yes. Here you go. Your clue number one taking place in one of only five transcontinental cities. One of five transcontinental cities. Transcontinental. Trans. What does that mean? <laughs> Well, it goes all the way across the continent. Trans, all the way like Trans Am. This game takes all place the way across America. in one of only five transcontinental cities. Transcontinental cities. Mm-hmm. Which, just guess. Which continent is it? Well, it's transcontinental. It's, trans, so. it's the transcontinent. Every continent. Yeah, it's all the continents in the continent. Like, what, there's like nine continents? Yeah. Well, do you find, How many this, vowels you find the seventh one in the game's seventh continent? So is it saying that... <laughs> just ask for the second clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not going to get the it. Damn second clue. Upgrading your wheelbarrow is essential. Istanbul. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. There was two clues in that clue. Yeah, yep. essential. Essential. And the wheelbarrow is very good. Did you know it from the first clue? No. That was a tough one. Uh, all right, Jeff, you ready? Yep. Got oh, a Natalie got oh, four. One, Natalie two, got three, four. Three, yep. Four. All right, Jeff, here we go. Clue number one. Gotta love sex in the circus. It's fucking intense. Sex in the circus. Sex in the circus. Oh, you're banging intense. Sex yeah. in the like it's, in, like it's <laughs> you got intense. It. Yep. But it's also intense. intense right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. wow, that was intense. Versus I'm in a teepee. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Sex intense. Yep. Gotta love gotta sex love in the circus. It's fucking in intense. The circus. I think I'm just going to guess. I think I just need to start guessing. All right. Yeah, do it. To get the most points possible. I'm okay. going to say the circus. The game's about circus, Natalie. I'm going to go with the Magnificent. Game about circus. Correct. Did one, you know, Natalie? Two, Did you know that three, one? Four, five. I, that's what I would have guessed. The second clue was, behold, the stars of our show, Bronson, Alberic, Lungley, Kimora, Suhail, and Larissa. Okay. What? Natalie, I don't know. I, I think that the first one was easier. <laughs> oh, that, All right, Natalie, I, I clue one. That must be the names of the people. Yeah. yeah. If you can get dual layer player boards, you should always do it. That's actually a really, really good advice. It's good advice. I wonder if anybody's that like thought about that or, you know, done that. Um, yeah. Should I go for it? Do it. Yeah. Project L. No, go for it. Definitely just say what you like. Say the game. Pick a game that you think it is. Yeah. Definitely. Like, just like go maybe for not that one. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, like, like maybe you think about the last episode or something that we talked about, and there's like dual layer player boards. <clears throat> you always get an opportunity to make them. You, you should, should do it every time. Two. I'm gonna give let's, you one more, on one more two. guess. She can go on a clue. Here, you want to give her? We... I'll leave it up to Jeff. You can go on a clue. All right, number clue number two. Please stop earth shaping Wahlberg. Please stop earth shaping Wahlberg. <laughs> okay. 
I get it. Earth shaping Wahlberg. Terraforming yeah. Mars. Aries. There you go. Terraforming Mars. It's just Terraforming Mars, but yes. Oh. Yay. Terraforming Mark we'll Wahlberg? Right? Like that? Yeah, yeah we Because we used to say um, Terraforming Mark. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the dual layer player boards are from the Aries Terraforming Mars Aries Exhibition episode. episode. Yep. Yep. All right, that's fine. A little cheat never hurt anybody. Yeah, Fuck it. Okay. Here we go. Number one, Jeff. Here we go. Yep. A drawing game of shopping and risk management. Shopping and risk management. A drawing game. You draw about things that you shop, but you also need to be careful. <laughs> Wrong size, motherfucker. <laughs> Supplies, motherfucker. So Some fries, motherfucker. A drawing game about risk management. And shopping. Shopping. What games do you draw? Draw. <laughs> I'll take a. I'll take another. You want the second clue, please? If you're pushing too hard, potty goes boom. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> if, if you know it, it, this is a good clue. If you're pushing too hard, potty goes boom. What? That's a good clue. I'm pooping it's or something. Pooping? It's about twoing. <laughs> it's about twoing. Pooping it's and peeing. Pooping and peeing. Pooping and peeing. <laughs> <Pooping. laughs> <laughs> Um, what the hell? We can go. We can go to three. Sure, we'll go All to right. one more. If you can get dual layer player boards, you should always get the geek up <laughs> bits first. Oh man, the geek uh, up bits first. It's a drawing game. You know it? Nope. Oh, shopping and risk <laughs> management. I thought yeah, I did. Pushing too hard, potty goes boom. Get the geek up bits I th- first. The, there's one thing oh. that's throwing me. Quacks of Quibble. Okay, I thought it was that, but I'm like, one, the two, dual well, so layer player boards. It wasn't about dual layer player boards, oh, it was about okay. geek up bits. But that's geek what threw bits. me. Yep. Yeah, the, the, also, I think the drawing was yeah. a little probably confusing. No, you thought you're drawing, drawing that back, you're yeah, not yeah, drawing. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Good. right, so Jeff, you get three points there? Yep. Okay. All right, now are you ready? Yes. Designed by German economist and music composer Thomas Singh. <laughs> <laughs> it's your face. I'm going to go right to clue yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> Many challenges lie ahead as you forge a path to moo. moo it's like a moot, uh, like a moo point. M-U. Many challenges like lie ahead moo. as you form a path. Forge. Forge a That's path. That's everything, I'm sure. To moo. Moo. Mm-hmm. To moo. Mm-hmm. To moo. Cow. I can't wait till the next one. Cow's moo. The next game. Uh, you want clue three? So you said it's like a German Thomas Sings music guy. Thomas Sing, German economist. And musical composer. Many challenges lie ahead as you forge a path to Moo. You want clue three? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Features a very cool shut your mouth mechanic. <laughs> what? Shut your mouth. Shut, shut your, your mouth. mouth. Shut your mouth. You're a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Hmm. Shut your very mouth. cool shut your mouth mechanic. Right. Hey, shut up. Hey, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Wait. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You want clue four? Forge a path. What's the second one again? Many challenges lie ahead as you forge a path to moo. To moo. Shut your mouth. Shut Do you want the fourth clue? Only one though. Only one less point. Only one less point. It's better than zero. True. You could get it wrong and Jeff steals it from you. He's known it since clue number one. <laughs> the moo. It's a point. No, M-U. What? I, sp- I spelled that before. The path to moo is spelled M-U. What does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Moo? 
That's your mom. Maybe it's pronounced muh. I don't know. Yeah. You, you want the fourth clue? Oh no, M U means. Take the fourth clue. Fine. <laughs> In space, no one hears you taking tricks or underwater. The crew. That, the crew. The crew. Two points for you on your way to Moo. So Moo must be like it's a probably planet the or a planet the maybe planet that you're going to. It's the planet Moo. Two points. One, two, two points. Jeff, 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 Jeff. You ready? Sure. Here we go. The first clue is another anagram. Damn. Sludgy bounce farts. <laughs> Sludge. Sludgy. Sludgy bounce farts. Farts. That's a long one. That's oh, yeah. a long thing. It's I'll, a long I need that one. Okay. Number two. Another essential. Oh, my God. Natalie, another essential. <laughs> what the hell of our... Well, that really narrows it down. <laughs> um, the castles of Burgundy. Yes, sir. The castles of Burgundy, aka Sludgy Bounce Parts. Sludgy, Sludgy Bounce Parts. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's Sludgy good Bounce Parts. <laughs> Another essential. That should have been like a the two clue or something. Yeah. Yeah, because the third one was classic Euro beigeness waiting for an Eno tool makeover. Yep. Yep. Okay, Natalie, here we go. Okay. There is new optimism abroad in this part of Derbyshire. Gotta go for it at this point, I think. Derbyshire's. Derbyshire. Derbyshire. You heard the man. I'll say I'll say it differently. There's new optimism abroad in this part of Derbyshire. <laughs> Derbyshire. <laughs> it's probably Derbyshire. There's new optimism abroad. Optimism abroad. Oh, well, I need to just give it to her. <laughs> say it, why don't you say all the words? <laughs> I'll say them all. Abroad. There is new optimism abroad in this part of Derbyshire. Derbyshire. You want clue two? What the fuck is Derbyshire? Derbyshire. You want, you want clue two? A game about attracting hot young local singles. <laughs> oh man, I thought it was this. Why did she you just say it? it? I had it on the just say it. The only way you're going to catch up is if you just say it. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, it's, it's not about winning. It's about anyway. having It's bullshit. He got castles at Burgundy. The so game is stupid oh, anyway. Box parts. I don't care that I got to go back and redo the, the second one. That I was going to say, if it was a tie, then the tiebreaker is whoever didn't cheat. <laughs> that was it. If there was a tie. If she would have won by one, she that didn't care. She wins. If, no. we have been if it's a tie, the tiebreaker is whoever didn't yeah. cheat. <laughs> I got that She's willing to concede yeah. that point. Yeah. All right, Jeff, here you go. One of the corniest games around. Corn. It's a game about corn. I'm corn just going to guess. You ready? Yeah. Zolkin. Five points. Boom. <laughs> what do you think about that, Natalie? Cheat this. Corn, corn. It's the only game I know with corn. There's a lot of games of corn. I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Natalie's got her feet up on the, 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 the extra chair at the table. She's just lounging. Yeah. All right, Natalie. Okay. Um, <laughs> honestly, the fuck is a kippy? Well, kippy. Oh man, Kippy. C I P P I. Kippy, Kippy. That sounds familiar. Could be pronounced Sippy. I don't know. What the fuck is a Sippy? Yeah, well, Honestly, the fuck is a Sippy? I know. We, uh, Dave said something. Dave who? McCown. McDave, right. Mickey. Maybe Dave Mick said something. It, Hadrian's Wall. Hadrian's Wall. Oh, Correct. Right. Yes. You got wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. One, two, three, four, five. And you, just keep in mind, if she beats you by one, sorry. When we, yep. I know this because when you taught it, you're out, you're loose. you were like, loose I don't know if it's Kippy or Sippy, and then he corrected you because he's like a historian guy. Is that, it's how many How many was that so far? So thank you, Dave, no idea. for that okay, answer. I can count, I can count. One, two, three, because we have four left. Five, six, seven, eight. If we have four left, you'll have to cut one out. Because I haven't There's gone yet. 18. Natalie went first. One, two, three, four, five, even. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 
third. So that was that was number twelve. So we have Yeah, that makes sense then. We have actually we have five left. Okay. Oh. So there's not eight. So that appears nine each, it looks like. Because there's eighteen. Oh, five left. Okay. Jeff. Jeff. Um Ow. A O. That's it? It's Japanese for the color blue. Ow, ow. Should I just say what the color blue is? Should I just say that game? That's the color blue, so Natalie can then steal it. Azul. Azul. Five points. Did you know that, Natalie? Well, yeah. When you said it was the color blue. Well, so okay. So I didn't. I don't know if I was supposed to. It says. It says A O, and then in parentheses it says equals blue in Japanese. So I don't know if I was supposed to read that, but there's no fucking way you're gonna get. Maybe now I cheated, and the tiebreaker is now moved. Now the tiebreaker is now the tiebreaker is moved. Five points for Jeff. All right, Natalie, you ready? Yeah. Healer, warrior, trader, or barbarian are only a few of the vast array of avatars the players are choosing from. Healer, barbarian, Just so you know, I added Natalie. the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Healer, warrior, trader, or barbarian are only a few of the vast array of avatars the players are choosing from. Healer, warrior, trader, barbarian. Crinkly or otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> you need clue two? Yeah. I would need clue two. A game designed by Bill Eberly, Jack Kittredge, Bill Norton, Peter Olotka, and Kevin Wilson. Hunters, gatherers, warriors, Taco Bell, <laughs> bananas, <laughs> teachers, lawyers. Um, so on in that fashion. So on in that fashion. <laughs> um, taking a chance? Yeah. Take a chance. Mm-hmm. Cosmic Encounter? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, Cosmic yeah. Encounter. Three, four. Very, very good. <laughs> All right, Jeff, ready? <laughs> Yep. A game by legendary designer Dieter Nussel. Dieter Nussel. <laughs> Dieter Nussel. Dieter Nussel. Dieter Nussel. Or actually, there's umlauts over the U, so maybe Dieter Nussel. Dieter Nussel. Wouldn't it be cool if he, if he made D... No. <laughs> Dieter Nussel. I don't know. Dieter Nussel. Dieter Nussel. Your next one, you said? Yeah. All right. The German name for this game is Der Grosse Wurf. Der Grosse Wurf. <laughs> <laughs> what? The gross. Well, you knew the German wingspan. Yeah, he nailed that one. Fluffenkuber was easier. Say it again. Uh, Der Grosse Wurf. Grosse. How do you spell Wurf? W U R F. W U R F. Yeah, W's are pronounced V's in in the Wurf and the other thing. What was the other one I had, Natalie? Was Rolling Realms. Yeah. Wurf. So maybe Wurf is something about rolling. They cross a roll. So maybe it's like something roll. You figuring stuff out? Or Ryan drives a Pacifica. (laughs) <laughs> that was so I good. So, I, I, seriously, I didn't even. I, that was subconscious. Like subconscious. Yeah. And I was so, like, oh, Grossa. Ooh, but if it's out, what if it's Natalie? What if it's crisscross? Der Grossa. Natalie, what if it's crisscross and he didn't give it to you? What was the first clue? Dieter Nussel. By Dieter Nussel, legendary designer. Legendary. No, because it's crisscross. No, crisscross is a Canizia game. Oh. I'm, out, right. I'm out of that He's one. Right. You want the You're third out. clue? Shit. <laughs> Shit. What if it's quicks? You cross shit off and you maybe you dewarf your crawfo. I don't think it has roll. You decross your worth. Quicks has rolling. Yeah, what if worth is roll? So like rolling whelms is worf and whelming. And what if worful is rolling and then this is rolling and then it just assumes that quicks is like a rolling game. God damn it, I'll take the next clue. <laughs> Alright, next clue. The box cover states very clearly that this is indeed a dice game. It would be impossible to tell otherwise. If you didn't know it was a dice, if it didn't say on the box cover it was a dice game, you would be like, ha, huh, thanks for telling me that. So it's obviously a dice game. It's a game about dice. It's a dice game. It's a dice game. 
feel like I just. I have a idea. But well, it's Jeff's turn. I'm losing. I know, but I'm, I know. <laughs> I'm losing my lead here. <laughs> it's Jeff's turn. Sorry. He's gonna get it. I don't know. It's good to have Next clue. Yeah. Tom Vassell is wrong about this game. Yeah. Okay. You know what it is now? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Tom Vassell yeah, hates does. the game Hawaii. Yep, he sure does. Tom Vassell's just wrong about it. He's wrong. Doesn't like it. <laughs> but he's wrong about it. Now I'm second guessing myself, but yeah, I think sure. I know it. But he usually he likes you know, he likes <laughs> some games, but this one he's like, fuck that game. But he's wrong. This one Tom to Vassel. know that clue. I think this was just recently said in the Discord within the last week. Oh. Tom Vassell hates. I think that's my clue. Tom Vassell really hated something. Discord real quick. Oh, man. I know I should. Well, I don't want to cheat. I want to have the tiebreaker. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I want the tiebreaker in my pocket. Oh. Strike. Strike. Yeah, that's what I said. It is strike. Two points. Two points. Yep. Okay, here we go, Natalie. Natalie's back in the game now. Two left. (laughs) You've always got some options in this not-so-tight worker placement game. You've always got some options in this not-so-tight worker placement game. Not-so-tight. Next. Yeah, that might 13, not be the best. That seems pretty Eighteen. Yeah, because there's 18, so, okay. Um, starting his game with a whopping negative 86 points is no joke. Is that a Uwe game? Negative 86 points? I got it. Damn, I wanted that one instead of Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Can't believe I didn't know what the cross of worf means. <laughs> the gross of worf. Give me the next Grossa one. means I like study big, my I German. Um, it's a delicious Norse god. That's also a good clue. Fuck. You can do it. You got, there's two more clues you got left still. <laughs> you got two more clues. <laughs> so you got one, two. It's a delicious Norse god. You know how many people are screaming Feast into the radios right now? Yeah. Feast for Odin. Very good. Three points? One, two, three points. Yep. Because a lot of people say Feast of Odin, which is ridiculous. <laughs> You're not eating him. Yeah, you start with negative 86 in that you know, patchworky in grid. You did. Yeah. You did. You almost had it. All right, Jeff. Last one. Here you go. Wait, last one for everything? This is it. Yeah, this oh, is the okay. end. This is it. Clue number one. Natalie. I All right. You're tied? Yeah. So, okay, he just needs to get it. Maybe I should just give you the number no, one. No, maybe clue. I should just yeah, maybe I should just try to guess on the last one. <laughs> yeah. so on the first yeah. one. I'll yeah. guess on the first one. Yeah, here we go. All right, I'm gonna guess it. All Oshaks on board. All Oshak, Oshak Hennessy. But what if I get Oshak Hennessy? Yeah, yeah. If he guesses it, gets it but wrong, and you, you guess don't and get, get it right. Keep going. If I just guess. Oh, okay. Right. You have to. You would have to guess on this clue. Okay. All Oshaks. Oshaks. All Oshaks on board. What's an Oshak? <laughs> oh, Oshaks is spelled O S H A X. Oshak. Not like Shaquille O'Neal's. All Shaq's. It's, maybe it's Kazam. <laughs> or Shazam. Which yeah, Shazam. Which was, Shazam. The, which was the Mandela one? Um, I don't know. Mandela Stone. All O'Shaq's <laughs> on board. This is a game about board. Should I just guess, Natalie? And then we just tie? Or do you want the next clue? Well, you're going to win the tiebreak. That's true. <laughs> I would like to end it like this. I pass. You can just I get win the one in the- I know, but I don't want to do that. I want to Why? try my best. All right, I'll take the next, next clue. All right. After the City of Kings, Lord Vesh is now coming for our feline friends. Gross. Okay. Oh. The Isle of Carts. Yes, Isle of Carts. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah, Isle of Carts. Oshak must be a type of cat. Oshaks are those white cats. Okay. I don't know shit about cats. I don't you, really well, know. Did you not have Isle of Cats? I have Isle of Cats. Yeah, so the the white special cats are called Oshaks. Is that? I, I don't know that that's cat. a real thing. I think it's a fake thing, oh, but for the game. Oh. That, yeah. yeah, I actually, I knew that one. Um, <laughs> all right, so what was the final score? It was 
10, 20, 35, <laughs> 36. To 31? 36 to 32. Oh, so you had to get... I had to get You something. had to get one to tie. I had to get something. I see. We were tied. No, we were tied. No. I got four points in that one, not five. Oh, right. You're yeah, right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You got four points. That's true. Very cool. So thank you <laughs> uh, to our Gamer of the Week, uh, Swoozle, uh, for that amazing game, which we're calling The Swoozling. If you want to send those more to me, Swoozle, I'd be yeah, totally yeah, fine with that because that was really, really fun. Yeah. And you yeah. can... Well, send it to us, not anybody else. Oh, you mean other people send <laughs> yeah, it to Other us. people send it to us. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. We really like when you guys are making the games, and then that's less work for us. It is so much less work for <laughs> us. Yes. Thank you so much for lessening the load on us. And they've all you. been really fun ones. Everybody's been so good at no, it. No, I love... I, yeah. It's so great. It's so great to to get these from you guys. It also means that you care. Thank you for sending I these know. to us. Yeah. No, it, it's, it, it's got to feel good. I mean, because, you know, it's another way you get your name out there and, you know... You get to be involved in the show. So, yes, uh, keep them coming. If you have new, new ideas for games and you want to get involved and, and have a lot of fun with it, do it and we'll play it. Yeah. Okay. In today's top five of the episode, we're going back to the companion list from two episodes ugh, two episodes <laughs> ago where we talked about games that were quick to set up. Let's now go to the other side to games that take a long time to set up. Okay. We're going to go Natalie. No, we're going to go me, Natalie, and end with Jeff. All right. So. There, I'm going to do a little Jeff preamble here. There was, yeah. there was a, this was a difficult list for me to compile. There's a lot of games that take a long time to set up. And then there's a lot of games that like, I feel that they take a long time to set up. But maybe they don't actually, <laughs> or like I have, I have a, a cool um, insert that really helps with, like with Caverna, for instance, yep. Caverna could be a bear to set up, but I have this cool insert that you just take it out and, set, and put it on the table. Same with Terra Mystica. You know, everyone gets their own stuff. And so now it's not a hard game to set up. So these are games where I don't have cool setup ways and I want them because this is always a disagreement. This list, these games are more difficult to hit the table for me because yep. of the barrier of entry of, of setting the game up so they can take a long time. Right. And so that kind of hurts it. So number five for me, we talked about it kind of um, this episode and it's an abstract strategy game called Gorinto. I love this game, but what's going to keep me from playing it over and over is the setup at the beginning where you have to take all every tile out of the damn bag and seed the board. And what's better about Mandala Stones, because that has this same thing in it, is Mandala Stones, again, they don't interlock, which can cause, like, I guess you could you could hit the st a stack of stones and then they fall over or something. It didn't happen in I our guess, play. Yeah, it, didn't it didn't seem like it was that, like it was that easy happen. to do. That's what I, I think they made them interlocking in Garinto because they're big stacks, and if you sw if you like knock them all over, it's going to be a big bummer. But that stops me from playing the game. Seeding any game where you have to like seed the board with like a hundred things, it just it's just a bummer. So that's my number five, Garinto. Natalie, what about you? Well, you kind of already said it, so I'm just going to say it. Caverno was my number five. Okay, no, that's a good one. If you don't have the insert, you have there's just tons of yeah. shit. I'm just going to say a little side note. I don't normally set up the game, so honestly, this is a really hard list for me to put together because usually I just show up to the table and it's already set up, so mm. I have no idea oh. how much work it we're was. We're going to ask you at home to come over to our house so and set I'm our games up. To, <laughs> I'm just trying to think game of games up. where like, it yeah, seems exactly. like it might be hard set up or like I've heard Ryan, Ryan say yeah. it was wow. tough to Ryan, set up. Ryan, you were up. downstairs for a while. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, so okay, there, if you guys say like I'm wrong, I believe you. Yeah, basically. Okay. yeah, whatever. Oh. All right, Jeff. What about you, man? What's number five? I have the same kind of stuff that you had with. If I have some inserts that help, um, I'm trying to think of just out of the box tough yeah, setups. Yeah, right, right. I always think about setups as like, is the setup worth the payoff of a game? Yep. I'm gonna give a tiny example of a game called Hey, That's My Fish. Yeah. Remember that game? Yeah, for sure. That game is annoying to set up. You have like all 60 the tiles. Hexes that yeah. you set up. 
and then the game takes five minutes, and then the setup takes five minutes. And it's like, shit, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. So sometimes for like big box games, I'm okay setting it up for a while because at least I'm going to have yeah, a two-hour experience time. or whatever. I also, for this episode, have an Instagram top five. Ooh, I posted that question baby. on Instagram, so I'm going to bring the Instagram community back in here, give everybody shout-outs at the end for mm-hmm. their answers. But my number five, and then I'll do Instagram. How about okay. that? Yeah, well, yeah. You, how about your number five and then Instagram's then number Instagram. five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to do my number five is any Mind Clash game. Yeah, um, good point. The two that I'm thinking of in my head, Anachrony's I haven't played Anachrony yet, but oh, that's I know another it's, I know huge it's setup game. Um, is Cerebria is a tough setup with card placements and where things go, and you have these little tokens that sit on the board. Um, uh, Tricarion is also a tough one, but I just got an amazing insert from Dan the Burrito Man, and sweet that may, is going to make the setup way faster, which will actually make me want to play it again. That's so I'm cool. Pumped about that. That's cool. Any Mind Clash game is heavy on the brain, heavy on the setup. All right. What would our uh, Instagram oh, community yeah. say? <laughs> they this is the first of no let's not spoil that number five is fields of art got <laughs> ah, a handful right. of votes and i've never set that game up and never played it but i know that big box uve games are they are a, a bear yeah, yeah they're a bear they for are. sure so i get that so that's awesome. igs okay number four for me is a, a a more medium weight game and this is probably my biggest annoyance with the game actually everything concerning these things again it's another one of those games where you have to seed the board before the game starts and i dislike it strongly and it's early on i do not like you know you have to pick all those tiles out and turn them over and so i cannot stand that i also don't like how the tiles work in general but yeah that just drives me crazy because we have to play with that that expansion yeah yeah that 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 drives me nuts so that's my number four early on natalie what about you it's your number four early on early on Do you not have a number four? <laughs> Did I, you stop at five? Yeah. My list is pretty sad. Blister. Okay. I know. Is it chess? All those goddamn pieces. I don't even know where the pawns go. It's Shobu. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I for my number four, I wavelength. I'm good. I just said Vital Lacerda game. That's <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That's good. I, that's okay. fair. Yeah. I assume they're so big and heavy that they must have a big heavy setup. That's a, that's <laughs> they, they do. They do I have a big heavy the setup. The way Natalie's approaching it, I don't know. It seems like it probably does. Ryan said <laughs> something. There's a lot about of it stuff once, in there. So I don't really care. It took an it hour and a half to get through the get through those bows. So it probably took an hour. Took ten minutes to write. I thought it took ten minutes to read. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's you. You did it correctly. Yes. Vital Lacerda games take a while for sure. All right, Jeff. What about you, man? Number four. I had some Vital Lacerda. I'm gonna. Okay, do some other sorry. ones. Uh, I'm gonna say one of the T games. Tawantin Suyu is a tough one to set up. I almost put that. Um, the I'm talk about the other one, but the Tawantin Suyu has you, uh, especially if you're playing with two people. You kind of seed the board yep. first with the little uh, meeples. Um, there's some <laughs> some tiles that go toward the side of the board. There's resource piles. It's just a big. The board is humongous. Yep. You got to put your people tower, your little master meeple on top of the. Whatever. So it it's it's a it's I a long that one being kind of a bear. Um, to kind of set up. So Tuantin Suyu. What about the people? What the is people. their number four? The people's the number people. four match Ryan's number four. Oh, Orleon. Yeah, because that's a pain. It's it a is. Pain. It's a, it's a pain. Yep. Yeah, it's it's got good payoff. The game is good enough that yes. it doesn't stop it from coming out to the table. Agreed. But that does that is something that I always think about when I'm thinking like, what should we play? I'm like, Orleon. I'm like, Ugh, I don't really feel like it because of that. <laughs> Agreed. Number three for me is a game I've talked about a million times on the show. I'm going to play it tonight on stream. It's called Too Many Bones. Too Many Bones is great, but man, is there a lot of stuff to do before the game begins? Mm. Um, I won't go on about that because I've talked about it a million times. So, Natalie, what is your number three? Okay. <laughs> Oh man! I know. I don't know. She's having a migraine. You okay? This has two question marks next to it because I might be wrong. Uh-oh. This is might so be wrong. great. It, it, it is everyone. <laughs> I guess let's let's. I just games, I put maybe like bonfire. <laughs> maybe like bonfire. Maybe like bonfire. 
<laughs> You're not wrong. Bonfire is yeah, not. Bonfire is one of the more easy to set up. One of the more difficult setups, okay, I think. I of, said it of because I films. did set that one up, but I kind of don't remember. I remember <laughs> anything it about like... it. Maybe like Bonfire though. <laughs> No, you bonfire definitely listen up. to Natalie if you're. This is a to very those, valuable top five Natalie, you from Natalie. Action the tiles on the right side. That's something. Individually, you have to do something on your player board. You have to put those okay, tiles yeah. out on the boat sailing. Places. I remember. Expect this list to show up on on uh, off the page mind management Kickstarter <laughs> yeah, page. <laughs> Kickstarter. Natalie's five, top five list for long setup games. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. My my next two, I feel more confident about. Okay. Okay. So you did order them. Yeah, we'll see. All right, Jeff. What's your number three? My number three is Praga Caput Regni. Yeah, I thought about that. Uh, it's a tough one. There well, is. especially if say you just bought the game, you got to put that shit together. You got to yeah. glue it, basically. You put the, yeah, you put those little towers together. You, you punch the, out all the fucking shit on your it's, player boards. It's a lot. That took forever. Yep, good it's, one. It's a big one. So that's my three. People's three is no surprise. People have been playing about this one for a long time. Twilight Imperium. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is a fucking it's a bear. animal. That's a big. That's a big boy. That'll take Luckily, up the whole table. I don't have it, and I did not. I don't ever have to set it up. So yeah, and I do know <laughs> yeah. at least that game takes eight hours. So at least you're getting some payoff. That's right. right. That's right. Okay, number two for me is a game I love so much, but I, again, it doesn't hit the table because it takes a weirdly long time to set up, and it's called Key Flow. I'm not sure if Key Flower has the same difficulty in setup, but Key Flow, you have to make the decks of cards. And depending on the number of players, you have to put certain numbers of cards in certain piles. Yeah. That's annoying. And it takes a lot longer than you would think. Yeah. It's a very quick to play <laughs> game. It's not over in 10 minutes, but the, the flow of the game makes it worth it. The yeah. key flow of the game. But it is the key flow of the game, <laughs> yeah. but it is definitely, it sucks up front. It really does. Yeah. It's, it's a bummer. So that's my number two key flow. Natalie, what about you? Well, it's funny because I, I, when I was trying to think of this list, I remember I'm like, there, I remember there's a game where Ryan said, like, you have to, like, put the cards together depending on the players. And I was like, I don't remember what game it was. So I guess I can't put that. <laughs> That's the one. Anyways, my number two, I think, is everybody universally thinks it's a bitch to set up. A and bitch. that is called Jenga. <laughs> Am I right? No. You're so right. Wait. So right. It's not to set up, it's the, the cleanup. The cleanup. Well, no. Let's the set up, you just take it out okay. of the box and pull okay. the box off. That's the first game, but then you want to play again and right, you have the to put reset. it all back together. Yeah, yeah the reset. So, Jenga. Well, I'll tell you right now, someone did vote for Jenga wait, on Instagram. They did? It's not on the top. <laughs> don't five, you just put it back, play. like every piece that comes off, don't you put it back in the, in the, the corner sleeve? When you take a piece off? When no, you take you a piece put it off? on top. Oh, you put it on top. Yeah, you put it on top and then it falls down. That's right, you put it on top. Then it falls down. All right, that's a good one, Natalie. Thank All right, what you. is what's your number two, Jeff? <laughs> My number two is Pulsar twenty eight forty nine. Yeah, that one's uh, a that big one's board, a, a lot pain. of setup. You can alternate these cards and tiles and move. The, it's just a it's a it's a lot, and then it's also hard in terms mm. of how you set it up on the table, right? You need you need you to like, a lot of orient space. the table the right way. Yeah, like, so those satellite right, pretend like this yeah. satellite is actually board. over there, mm. right? right? So it's it's an annoying setup. Uh, but again, the, ga- the game is great, so the payoff is definitely worth that one. Okay. Why are you laughing over there? You don't like Jenga? <laughs> Jenga was fine. Did he say hard? And you were like, mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. What about the people? What are the people's yeah, number people? two? The people's number two is their second Uwe game, A Feast for Odin. Yeah, I thought I, when, Which, yeah. I thought that was going to be the last one you said. I would that's say a, that that that's would have been on my list. I'm going to highlight some other ones. But A Feast for Odin is is tough. I have the I have lot. insert for it. I have one of the um, folded space inserts, and that helps oh. so much. Yes. Especially putting it in a box like we talk about cleanup sucking but putting things back in a box is just at least when you're setting up a game you might be excited about playing a game mm-hmm. and then you're right. like god damn i gotta put all these things back in ziploc mm-hmm. right. put in the thing. so the that insert helps but feast for odin is terrible that's the ig number two agreed awesome very cool number one we've come to number one number one for me 
is a game that's been renamed that I don't like called Terror Meeple City, and I call it Rampage, and oh my gosh, does that take forever? You just got to put those little meeples on every single building and put the buildings on every single meeple and then put more meeples on the buildings and more buildings on the meeples, and before you know it, the night is over. I'm guessing that's also Natalie's number one, it so let's is. go to Jeff. It's my number one, too. <laughs> All right. Yes, that is a lot. I have one. so many to pick from. Um, I'm going to say my number one is Five Tribes. Which is a game I don't love setting up, mm. but I do love the game. Again, seeding the board. You have a yeah, you have like a five by five grid of these tiles that you have to put off the expansion. It's bigger. You put three meeples on every single one of those tiles. You put the cards somewhere. It just is a longer setup. Uh, that that just kind of I'm like oh, yeah, stops it man. from coming out. Again, yeah. I have an insert for that that really really helps, but still it stinks. So, and number one is the one that for the no people. one said that of, that is just known for this. Jenga. Want to take a guess? I said Jenga already. Oh, it's Jenga. No, it's not. <laughs> number one is. Um, Gloomhaven. Oh, okay. I was oh, going to say... I, I was wasn't gonna, sure. Yeah, I was going to say Gloomhaven. Much did not yeah. like the Gloomhaven I've heard that setup. that is That's, legitimately yeah. a game people just do not play because of how... Or they don't put it away because oh, of how long right. it takes to both set up and tear down. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. They just so, leave it out. Some you want to do honorable mentions? No, you can. I, uh, I only came up with five. Yeah, I don't have any. <laughs> I do that every I time. Some. I barely I had a list time. at all. Yeah. I mean, I could I could come up with more on this. So but. underwater cities uh, is not fun. Batoku's not fun. I don't love yeah, setting Batoku. up Amerigo. Um, quacks can be bad if you don't have the if you don't have the yes. yeah. Yeah, I thought quacks. quacks There's a game a called Dinner in Paris that you have to like seed. You put these little squares in your player board. Black. That's an annoying thing. Um, Isle of Cats sucks. That's like setting yes, up a deck right. that is miserable. Um, That's any, right, I forgot about any that. Any of the Thunderstone, uh, some of the Thunderstone deck building games can be really tough depending on like having, again, setting decks, choosing things, blah, blah, blah. Um, other answers, I'm going to speed through the other answers on Instagram. Access and Allies, uh, Botoku, Anio, Anio 1880. Oh, that new one, Anio yep. 1880. Uh, Sleeping Gods, Pandemic, Jenga, yeah, Sleeping Castles Gods. of Burgundy. <laughs> Um, Teotihuacan setting up the, the pyramid. I almost suck. said that one. It's not that um, bad, but yeah. Lord of the Rings, Journey to Middle-Earth, oh, uh, yeah. Baron Park, Joe said X-Wing. He hates setting up X-Wing. Uh, Western okay. Legends had a couple of votes as well. Um, and so shout out to all these people that, um, that yeah, contributed gave us some, gave to us some answers. Yep. Uh, so our good friend Daryl, who's on the, um, the Discord, he chipped in, uh, Janelle and B.W. Wallace, Mr. Measles, uh, Thomas, the McMeeples, Better Half Reviews. A whole bunch from uh, Janelle, Fat Guy Eating Burritos, <laughs> The Game Table, uh, Dog Powered Vehicle, Rich Plays Board Games, who's freaking hilarious, and you should follow him if you don't, um, Plurpy, A Couple Games, MZ, Nuclear Knight, uh, Joe uh, Jitsu, uh, Board oh, Game yeah. Review UK, mm. and I think that was kind of it. So Wow, yeah. thank you guys for contributing. Thank you. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night everybody <laughs> <laughs>